this wind. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's for the listeners. Sure, so this is episode number 32, recording this on the 3rd of December 2012. We're coming into the last month of the year and listen to that wind. We're outside. Ooh. Because yeah, summer has hit yeah. Perth. Third day of summer. I'm eating mangoes. I'm wearing shorts. It could be the last day of summer because tomorrow we're going to have another week of storms. So after Sorry, having a week of storms mangoes. last year. Last well, week. it might be. And then that cthulhu planets coming isn't it oh right yeah so that's it we've got to cover that we're done zim zam zumble mm. sure brian cox doesn't want you to know about um it, it's currently 28 degrees at nine o'clock celsius at nine o'clock at night and my phone says it feels like 23 degrees <laughs> which one are you gonna believe you I or don't your know. phone it feels hotter than 23 degrees oh well, no, well you gotta go wrong. with the phone yeah because it tells you when to urinate. And Does the phone tell off, you when it? you need to rub out and out? <laughs> but yeah. What's there the should ca- be an app for that. <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Why don't you market an app for it? You you could probably, you know, punch in. It could just be could an, like, an app that works like off that You could drop a little bit one. on the screen of uh, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your business. And it could, like, shine the light on it. Do some maths. Figure out. What's going Didn't on? Didn't Harry had some app like? that scanned your finger to find your pulse or something? Yeah, Zoe had that. Yeah. Did it work? Or was it just yeah, it was myth? really cool. No, it was good. Okay. What would you use it for, though? To just to check, check your heart pulse? rate. Oh, mm. check your heart rate. Oh, it's cool. So when you're running, you have to hold your phone up to oh, your Oh, no, well, it doesn't for that. You just sort of sit there and it just does it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. for when you're watching, like, uh, <laughs> Walking Dead or something. Yeah. Or the last you're like, oh, how scared am I? The last Twilight film. You guys watch it? No, I've heard Is the person who wrote that alive? Or is it like yeah. a J.R. Tolkien thing? No, it's from like a hundred years ago. Is it? <laughs> I wonder what that person who writes it is like. Is she like a famous... She's like, a repressed Mormon, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? So she like busted out in this sexual... Ah. Which was actually really pretty lame. So yeah. she gets in trouble for it. She's and been then it gets pretty filthy in the last book, I think. It's, oh, like, it's one of those things where if you've read it, maybe it all makes sense. But when someone describes the last book to you, it just sounds absolutely ridiculous. So I've brought uh, two beers. Dos Cantinas. Cervezas. <laughs> y un box of magnums. So I've got them. two beers and four magnums in this three of us. <laughs> how are you going to split I that? don't know how you do the magnum. The person who doesn't get a beer gets, gets two magnums. D- I'd rather a magnum. beer than double magnum. Oh, what? You worried you go straight to your hips? Yeah. I've got work tomorrow, so I don't. I, 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 I'll. You guys can have the beers if you want. Alright. Deal. I've got work tomorrow, but I'm having a beer. Yep. Do you drive to work? In a forklift. It's double dangerous. <laughs> Sweet. That's good. Um, to your left. Oh, that's right. We've got some listener mail just before we. Well, we haven't even introduced ourselves. Yeah, sorry. I'm James, and to my left. That's Campbell. And then over there. Fred. Um, he's, he's turning up the queen. You probably the hear some wind blowing. Yeah, we are outside, uh, trying to be all romantic and. Really? Are you trying to be evening? romantic? Yeah. Oh. Get the atmosphere of Perth. 
Well, I mean, look, like it's yeah, we're having beers in the night. Got the tree illuminate lighted up. Illuminati style. Mm. And uh yeah, mangoes outside at night. What I want to do is like get like a massive sound system put up there and get a strobe light and then place Shrulex like with the strobe light. <laughs> you get on everyone. a tree. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen I all see these trees and I think have you seen all these uh dubstep um Christmas Dream- houses? No. Christmas houses that have come out this year. I'm like, I could do this with a whole tree. That'd be <laughs> cool. But it'd be like a beacon for um, everyone partying down in Leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. You know, they'd, they'd see the, the tree, they'd be like, oh my God, well, I've got to get over there. <laughs> you know, so, oh, are we doing listener mail? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't get much, but we did get one very interesting email just before, well, two o'clock. <sighs> um, dear Fangin, just finished the latest ep and I have a couple of points. Uh-oh. Sounds like we're in One, trouble. I think you need a female on the show just to see how Fred reacts. Is this astronomer girl his superior? <laughs> no. Oh, what are you trying to say? You mean Science superior is a girl in which thing. sense? No. She's she's a PhD. I'm a postdoc. Oh. I'd be her superior. But she's in a different department, so... Two, I don't understand what you were talking about, Fred, cutting up his certificate. Please explain. <laughs> I choose not to explain that. Oh, I think we do no. need to get some context. We probably badly described it. Um, thanks for the show. I'll be sad when Fred leaves. Love ya, Brizzy. Ah, uh, Brizzy M wrote back. So Brizzy? Got him out. That Brizzy? Yeah. That Brizzy? She sent a, an attachment to her email? No, no attachments this time. But that's the same one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh. So, Fred, um, did you email Jacinta? No, I didn't. So, lots of questions for Fred from Brizzy. What are you going to answer? So, <laughs> no, can you explain not, this? You're going to get in trouble? With, she's in, yeah, it is the same, Brizzy. She's in a... Jacinta's in a different department. What department is she in? It's she's astrology, in, she's in isn't it? International Centre for Astro- Radio Astronomy. And you are in? And I'm in the Department of Physics. Skrillex, laser, light shows. Laser, frequency standards and metrology. So, she's in a different department. I'm not really a superior. I don't see her very often. So... Is there a bit of, like, when you pass her in the corridor, does she give you a shoulder? Like She's poof. not even in the same building. Oh. So, how do you know her? Uh, one of the PhDs knows her. Right. So, you've actually seen her and you didn't say, so are you coming on the podcast? I haven't, literally haven't seen her since then. And you did you say, are you coming on the podcast? When I didn't see her, just like an empty corridor. <laughs> Fun? No, when you did see her. Is she I haven't sa- seen her since. Is since she your imaginary since friend? Since she accosted me in my lab about you about. creeping her out. Right, and what did you say? You didn't say, so are you coming on? I did. And she said? She was asked to think about it. I literally haven't seen her. I'll be more positive this time, though. What? We've only got, you're going to be on one more show. Well, the right? thing is, we need her when Fred's gone. Well, that's why we should get her on... Well, I guess I can just go behind Fred's back, but it wouldn't be... I can email her if you want. Wouldn't it be creepy if I invited her and she turned up without you having any role in it, Fred? Wouldn't that be creepy? Yes. You should do a handover, Fred. Uh, I'll try and invite her if I see her. Um, That's the... And the the thing about the certificate is these guys wanted me to take No, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Whoa. It wasn't us. No. It was 
initially, no. initially, initially, let's get to the origin of this. The just as the Fred gave his word that we'll read out any mail that we get, <laughs> he gives his word. I gave, he he sits down and says, "I give you word on." He gave his word on something else uh, many years th- ago. I think this is one of those situations where you two just decided that's what I said no. after it happened. Why would we oh, why would come you? up with this idea? Because <laughs> you're idiot. Oh, I probably okay. said it once so pleased uh, that he graduated from his bachelor's degree. Uh, that he said he was going to um, uh, use it to create a smoking He was going to roll a joint out of it yeah. when I got my doctorate. A massive joint. No, I think you're going to do it just with no, your bachelor. And your then bachelor. you're like, oh, I can't do it because then I, that, what if I don't get my doctorate? Then that'll be my only certificate. And we're like, we gave you a pass then. We're like, <laughs> fine, Fred. When you get your doctorate, we'll set a goal. When you get your doctorate, you'll, you'll cut off a segment. No, I thought, I thought he was just going to roll it up as one big, like, <laughs> Cheech and Chong like an style doobie. <laughs> I thought that was the plan. I thought you were just like, hell's bells. Well, that, would be, awesome. that would be amazing. It. I would have said that, like, would have been six years ago now. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you gave your, your word, word on it. Yeah, um, but you, you signed up for your PhD six years ago. And yeah, you've well. done that. How come you could do that, but not the other thing? For and what about the Coca-Cola bit? Well, that's and the- last week you were saying that, oh, I, 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 what if I, you know, I need it just in case I need a copy of it. I'm like, well, can't you make the copy before you smoke it? Then you will always have a copy of it. What if I need the original? Why would you ever need the original? How would they know it's not the original? No one would ever ask for the original. Oh, they would just ask for a copy it, of it. it. Oh. <laughs> and it's not like you have to take the whole thing. Like, how much do you need to cut out? It's, it's not a big certificate. It's a pretty big certificate, right? It's an A4 piece of paper. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? You or just take off. I bet there's a, hu- a margin on it big enough to no, smoke. No, there's no margin. It's the crummiest looking thing you've ever seen. Oh, smoke it up. Well, you better bring it on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find it. We're going to rip this house apart. <laughs> We're going to hide it then. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so that's it. So that's what we would... Is your sister coming? Can no, we call she's her? in Melbourne. Well, she might be flying back for your big night. I don't nah. know. So... what? So you're doing FIFO work in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, I fly in and then two years later I fly out. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's the Perth lifestyle route, yeah. isn't it? You're so not I'll get some high vis for the flight. Just, yeah, just to do like your part. And oh, get absolutely man. trashed on the Stock plane. Stock up in high vis here and then sell it for a premium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, vice, latest, all vice versa. The bring it back. style. Yeah. Perth. Work out what's cheaper there or there and then bring it back oh, or take it over. It's cheaper here, doesn't it? Maybe it's not. But maybe they jack no, up they prices because the they're, they're all the rich. traders are on such good wages. Yeah. It's probably... I could buy a high vis in Perth and send it to Boulder and then buy like uh, onesie uh, underwear things. Is that what Zoe wants you to bring back? And mail it back. I don't know. I don't know what else they have there. They probably have like cougar skin suits or something. Probably. Yeah, I might hunt a mountain lion when I'm there. Oh, wow. That would be pretty amazing. Um, a couple of things we did promise to talk about, but we didn't. One was 3D printed cars. Uh, Aston, and there's a link to an article with 3D printed. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, you know, I threw that article up there. I haven't actually read the article. <laughs> I Sounds think, like a really terrible idea. No, well, I think what they did was for um, for the new Bond film, Skyfall. Oh, they made, seen, by the way. They made 3D printed shells of... Aston Martins that were going to be used for the stunts so then they could trash them and it it was the, like really the Aston Martin oh, has yeah. a fairly epic demise oh, in okay. Skyfall 
<coughs> um, so that explains why they did it. So they 3D printed it. Mm. Yeah, so 3D printing, man. That's I awesome. did a, a live uh, yeah. live show on Jim Rich Film last week with a guy. Do they do 3D printing in IKEA? Yeah, so some some guy just develops and you. This is what the literal example was: a new type of fork, like a new design for a fork. So he 3D prints it and then prototypes it, it in like half an hour, and then you can look at it and be like, "Oh, it's pretty good, but maybe the tongs should be a bit longer." Yeah, but you can you can get like 3D printers are super cheap as well, which is crazy. Yeah, you can get ones can, for like they, under a thousand dollars. Is it strong though? Well, it depends. You you've got to you put in whatever material you want to put oh. into it. They have this cool you stuff, can, but you can even pr- sorry, you can even print with sugar. So like as a material, you can print for like just about no cost. Hmm. Um, you know, cheaper than a printer. I've also heard that you can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they have this certain stuff that it, it can use two materials at one time, right? And so you build this thing up, and then you have to put it in water overnight. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, maybe I think that's so you can see so floating parts yeah, floating or, or yeah, you know, yeah without under, it bending, like, like you build an arch under bridges or so. Yeah, like an archway. Yeah, which yeah. you could only do on really expensive things. But I think it's this year the cheap 3D printers are just implementing that now, so it's getting really cool what you can make before because the old cheap 3D printers it's like everything would warp what after you cooled down. What would you 3D print? Like I can't imagine why I'd use a 3D printer. Uh, dildos. dildos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you'd make a 3D print of your own dick. <laughs> Would you go at three-quarter scale? It's pretty hard to make scale? a cast. Didn't you make a cast? No. Uh, I did prints. Of your oh. own dick? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. When? Your mum's got one. <laughs> but that's what... A, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big industry in Perth because all the FIFO workers <laughs> leave their wife... <laughs> leave their wife behind. And he's like... Is it? So you can back that up with a fact. <laughs> well, I think I read an article. I'll try and Google an article put in the show notes. But yeah, that's they get the wife gets the husband's. It's like a gift you can give. Like it's a boutique. <laughs> like I'll always be with you. I think they do this all around the world. It's just more popular in Perth at the moment because of the fire You industry. say we're the capital of DIY. I think we're the biggest consumers of, um, <laughs> of dildos in Australia. Self custom molded. Dildos. So it's so I mean already what we're ten minutes in we've identified a couple of <laughs> business opportunities that we need to pursue yeah. in the next twelve months in terms Do you of think scraping money out of the FIFOs. Once you have the option to get a custom molded device, is it cheating to use someone else's mold? Yes. What like if Zoe has my mold? Yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't. And I she wouldn't gives it a whirl. Oh, why not? What if it was like someone's famous, like Brad Pitt made or David Beckham made a mold? I don't. Liam know. Neeson made. <laughs> She's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so your top three? You think studs? Did you think? Oh, Dave Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. It's legendary how big it is. It's just like a trunk of a tree. Like you just stuff it up. Like a baby holding an apple. Yeah. <laughs> boy holding it <laughs> and not an Asian boy <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm gonna have a magnum before they melt I'm a little concerned about this yeah um, what have you guys been doing Campbell uh, just uh, working my way through Breaking Bad um, no spoilers no spoilers That's a fan mail I know no, my I face got about spoilers, <laughs> I didn't right? get into <laughs> my face oh um, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, and then I remembered 
I'm doing some research at work and I remember that show Carnival. Mm-hmm. Or Carnival? Yeah. Do you guys remember that? It was an HBO yeah, show. Yeah, I'm halfway through it. It's one of those shows that I'm watching but I haven't finished. And I watched the fir- I remember watching the first season of it and loving it and then for some reason missed the second season. And there were only two because it was cancelled. But the showrunner who um, you know was the creator as well, he envisioned six seasons and each two seasons would be like a book. So it'd be like two seasons that are contained story and then another two seasons and then another two. So it'd be like a trilogy almost of two seasons. But then it got cut, and he's refusing to like tell anyone what happens. What a oh, jerk! Man. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Because he's like, oh, maybe something can still happen, and I can still do it somehow. The guys are dreaming. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's an moment. amazing show. The TV series I'm, I'm writing. I'm like sort of keeping notes for the book version if it never gets made. Like BMX Bandits. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of all I've been consuming. I think tomorrow night I'm going to go see Wade Davis. And, Who's um, Wade Davis? <laughs> We've talked about man, this in the show. Everybody asks me that. He's a um, he's like an anthropologist, ethnobotanist. Oh, okay. And uh, he's totally awesome. And he's in Perth. And hopefully he might. Oh wow! I'm on mic now. <laughs> well, how can I get that that kind of timbre in my voice? No, you're born with it, or you're not, Soz. <laughs> um, and like. last week we talked about a uh, Paul Jennings short story. That I read mm. with a snuff film, <laughs> <laughs> and you found out. Let me guess, it's not a Paul Jennings book, <laughs> or it is fucked up. Colin you read one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's not a Paul Jennings book. It was by Philip Pullman, who wrote um, his Dark Materials. I think, oh, sort yeah. of like the atheist slash agnostic rebuttal to C.S. Lewis's uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Have you read or watched that? No. I've seen the film. I'm actually which super was curious to... Oh, it's crap. Though. Yeah, I was really disappointed. And it was like, you know, they. I think they'd expected... Because I think the book's like a trilogy or something. They'd expected to make it a film series. Like Lord of the Rings, like Harry Potter, etc. But then um, it bombed. And so they didn't make any more. Oh. So it's just weird stuff. We got a call. Really? A Skype call from Harry. Mm. Oh, wow. Are we getting... Is the band back together? Anyway, so it's by Philip Pullman, um, who's, you know, like a really well-established author and quite amazing. Um, and it stuck with me. This was from, like, primary school. And then I remember the other terrifying short story I read, which I think was in the same collection, and it was called The Pear-Shaped Man. And that's, like, freaked me out ever since. I read it when I was quite young. And I looked up who that was by, and that was by George R. R. Martin. What's he read? Game of Thrones. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So these two guys like wrote the, these are the two horror stories that I remember most from being from being younger. Now comics. No, no, they were just oh, short stories. Short horror stories, yeah. Um, so that's what I've been consuming, rereading a bit of horror. The ones that are obscure children's trilogy that I would want to make um, if, you know, if I had to make something that wasn't my own IP would be um and not Jane Austen would be uh, the Tripod trilogy. Did you guys ever read that? What's that? A Tripod trilogy. No. The first book was called like the White Mountains. <clears throat> no, no. Um, I don't know if the actual book holds up, but the, the the kind of concept is cool. It's sort of set in a like two hundred years in the future, and Earth's been taken over by a uh, like this alien force that have these giant tripod robots kind of like um, 
War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. But uh, instead of killing everyone, they um, they enslave everyone with these caps, and they sort of, you know, over the two hundred years, it's not really when you're introduced to the the first book. He did like after the writer did come back into a prequel to you know kind of like the prequels in Star Wars to kind of explain what happened, but the the first original trilogy like you just jump in like two hundred years of the future and it's like sort of everything's gone back to medieval times because the uh, when you get enslaved you sort of don't think like creatively so technology people don't make advanced technology beyond like you know what the Mormons have basically uh, not the Mormons what the Amish Amish. Um, so they, when you turn like 21 or whatever or 18 the ceremony is that you get one of these caps put on your head so when you're a kid you still get the, that creative period and these kids are like oh we're going to run away so we don't get capped and um, they, I think the idea is that they're on living on the British Isles and they sort of smuggle away to the mainland Europe and head for the Alps where legendarily there's some humans living free and um in the first book, they make their way to the Alps, and it's a long journey and stuff like that. Once they get there, they find some people who have been hiding out there who've got, like, um, you know... The Spoiler w- alerts. Oh, you don't want to know? Listeners, if you're midway through the Tripod <laughs> Trilogy, book one, and you don't want to know what happens when they reach the Alps, stop listening now. I'm pretty full now. So, anyway, what happens is... at um, when they, you know, I won't tell you who survives or anything, but when the party, what is left of it, makes it to um, the Alps, they find this rebel force hiding away who's got like, you know, it, they've got basically the Royal um, Air Force's stash of Harriers, jump jets. I know what a Harrier is. It's from True Lies. Mm. It's the one that can go up and down. So they sort of start coming up. In the next two books, they sort of, sort of start coming up with schemes to sort of How Star Wars-esque. How they maintain Harrier jump jets for 200 years? Um, Still cars going from 200 years ago? From steam locomotive? It's a, it's like they have they have to learn how to use them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it so I don't think they, they have them there in the second book, but they don't know how to use them, oh. fly them until the third book. So they do other stuff in the second book. Oh, yeah. Is it a bit like in? But it's kind of like Star Wars esque, right? It was one written for where Anakin hops in the Naboo fighter, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, R two, oops!" And he destroys the. Hmm. But I reckon if you threw me in a Harrier jump jet, that's probably what would happen. <laughs> like, I'd be zooming around. Mm. <laughs> How hard it. can it be? Button that says up. Yeah. Up, left, right, bombs, machine gun, you got infinite ammo. <laughs> Fly over a crate to pick up some more bombs. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like how if you're walking along and you see a box, you just punch it and you might get a health pack. Splinters open. Feels Explodes better. open. <laughs> well, okay. Fred, what have you been consuming? What have I Apart been from that Magnum and I the ate mango. a Magnum, and then before that I ate a mango. And you're still going with your beer, I think. Oh, I finished the beer. That's I finished quick. the beer. Uh, what have I been consuming? Getting back into some old offices. Offices? Like the Microsoft Office No. <laughs> yeah, I went, thought I'd go back to like <laughs> Office in like 2000. I think it's where it was the best. So. <laughs> Just write us a word, docs. 
no. kicking it old school. Sometimes yeah. I do that too. Uh, I some old Excel sheets. Just add some numbers up old school. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bit like 16-bit games. So just, you know, just in the stage. Yeah, 32-bit processing. Um, no, the Office TV show, Office. So you mean the British one? No, the American one. Oh, but old American. Older, older series. And that's about it. I've been very busy. Yeah? Yeah. Bit of office. Have you mined that um, old hard drive anymore? The one where you saw yeah. Kenny and Benny or whatever? Kenny versus Spenny. Anything I, I, else I can't, good in couldn't it? get back into it. The magic's gone. I used to love that show, but now I think I'm too... <laughs> I wouldn't want to say I'm too mature for it, but maybe I'm just not. Maybe you're just not stoned. Maybe you're watching a stone. I never watched a stone. No. I don't know why. Like, I think it's you got It's one of those things that it's good the first time you see it, but you can't rewatch it because a lot of it's just like the shock value. That doesn't work the second time through. No. So once yeah. you've seen it, I think they kind of limited value in rewatching. Yeah. I tried to watch some old Harvey Birdman. Oh yeah. Attorney at Law, which is where they get the old Hannah Barbera. Barbera. Yep. Barbera. Uh, characters in sort of... Uh, paralegal situation. Paralegal sort of satirical paralegal? situation. Paralegal? Legal? I don't know. It's anyway. a legal situation. And that's pretty good. But again, I've seen them so many times. that It wasn't the treasure trove of old TV shows I thought it would be. Mm. It's a bit like that, having things on, you know, accessible at any time. Mm. Is there any TV series you've watched more than once? Like, and not 15 years apart? I watched... Earth's Development, and It's Always Sunny a few times, and 30 Rock a few times. Are you like, a not 30 in, Rock fan? Yeah. yeah. Not not in chronological order. Normally, I'd just be like, oh, I'm bored, I don't want to watch a good TV show, so I just put on a, pick a random season of one of them and sort That's of That's a supercut idea. There's only one funny joke in each episode of 30 Rock. If they just cut all the funny ones out. They'd just get one episode. Yeah. Or what? But cut- it'd be so funny. Or do you, you like have an episode where you cut all Tracy Jordan jokes together, all <laughs> Jack Donaghy jokes together? Get rid of his name. And or would you, do, would you do a supercut of the show where you go through and you take out the funny joke from each show, but you leave the rest? <laughs> so you'd just like <laughs> totally kill the show. <laughs> but subtly, you wouldn't even notice. Yeah, yeah but They're the just- thing that's... Yeah, this is true. I wonder if it'll work, though... I haven't really thought about like whether these insanely funny moments are completely context because they're usually not they sort of seem to just be random you're talking about like a one liner type situation yeah they just have this one funny thing that's really funny like the funniest one ever was like um Liz Lemon she I don't know she gets something from Craigslist she tries to get something do organise something on Craigslist and someone turns up and then she freaks out because there's a Craigslist killer. Says, so she starts shouting out, "Oh, I've been murdered! I'm, I'm already here! I'm murdering her already!" Or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> to pretend like <laughs> the other serial killer. Right. I just lost it, <laughs> and I just told really badly. Campbell's the family. Yeah, I, I can see the f- humor in that. That's that's good. So good one, Tina Fey. That was good. <laughs> Maybe you should watch the series. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen this show. <laughs> You've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. It's coming to an end now. I feel like it's jumped the shark. Nah, it never really jumped the shark, didn't it? Tracy Jordan's lost all his pop. I don't know what's with that guy, but it's still good. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. hasn't spiraled uh, down. I've watched, I think it's just stay at the same level. <laughs> I've watched okay. The Prisoner a couple of times oh, through. Yeah. Um, I've watched Lost season two. 
twice in relatively short. I guess I'm rewatching The Office, so what am I talking about? Yeah, The Office. What else? I don't know. There's some shows. I'll probably do it less and less. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean in terms of like 10 years apart. Mm. Where you're like, oh, I might revisit that. Yeah, but that's what happened to me with Kenny vs. Spenny. I was so disappointed. Yeah, but there's shows and then there's shows. <laughs> that's the cool thing about watching stuff when you're drunk and you wake up in the morning and it was like really good, but then you've forgotten what it is, so you watch it again in the morning and you, it's like, it's like a enjoying it stand, twice. Is it? Have you seen the new Red Dwarfs? No, I've down. I've. They're pretty good. The the bit, one People, bit you're talking about relates to one of the plots of one of the episodes. Oh right, yeah. I was because it sort of it was amazing, and then it's been. Did slowly, you watch the, the previous series? Yeah, see that was. Some crap. people hated that. Nah, where they went back it. to real Earth yeah, where they're nah, famous for being in Red Dwarf. So that was lame, and it's been going way downhill before that. But now it's back to just the four of them on a spaceship with mm. like just stupid. It plots still works, and, like, does it? Just the, like, Did you read the books? Each other. It's just hilarious. I read a couple of the books. I remember the books being the funniest books I've ever read. It's the fir- only time I ever laughed out loud from a book was one of those books. Yeah. That's what I, I what came first? The books. Oh, did it? Oh, I think it was actually might have been a radio play. You know how Britain everything starts yeah, off everything as a radio Everything starts play. as a radio play. I think like, I started as a radio Mighty play. Bush and yeah. Flight of the Concord. And, and my parents like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Birth him. Or maybe I'm thinking of... Flight of the Concords was a radio show in Britain. No, but what's that other one, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Maybe that was the radio play. Oh, that was everything, though. I really don't find that that funny. I read that book and I was just disappointed. Yeah, I think it's a bit overhyped. That's the only thing he ever did, though. Well, he did, like, four of them. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did three or something, and the second one's, like, a total lame sequel. He was a pretty big net guy, but he died before it took off, really. He would have been a big podcaster, I think. Yeah, I think so. He lost a great podcast before the format was born. Yeah, before his time. Hey, we're a radio play. Do you think they'll make a sitcom of us? Oh, man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Who would play us? <laughs> um, what's the guy that people think? Vince Noir? Yeah. That'd be you, Cam. What's his name? No, that'd be James. He looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> Without the beard. He could, yeah, I'm sure he could grow a beard. I'm sure he's gone through puberty. Yeah. At least once. Um, I like how I brought the beard back. It's back in fashion. Yeah, well, I think, yeah. If you're talking about moustaches and being back in fashion, I think you may have missed November. No, no. <laughs> the beard's come back. Have you the beard has been back for ages. It's been back left. for like six months My now. dad's been rocking a beard for 40 years. So really. <laughs> no, I mean you're, like. You're homage to him. You know, hip people having it. You saying my dad's not hip? Yeah, what do you mean? He had a replacement. No, well, he probably he probably oh, was God. hip back in the seventies, and he's just never shaved it off. Nineteen eighty-five in Tasmania. He, Have you seen your dad without a beard? Yeah, he looks like a pedophile. Cow <laughs> 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 um, Not that he's a pedophile, of course. He just looks like one. <laughs> Some people look better with beards. He's one of those people. James, I'm not sure about you. <laughs> I reckon you'd look better without your beard, James. I did. When I shaved it off... You're getting all the ladies, but you've got to get down to work. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, got to get thin straight. and grow a beard. <laughs> no, but I... Yeah, I shaved it off for a job interview, um, I think earlier this year, and I had, like, facial disassociation. I didn't recognise myself again. FDS. Yeah. FDS. F- Maybe you should dye it a different colour. Green? Pink. Menstrual red. Hair, match your hair, match your beard. 
Do you still use <laughs> that? Do you dye your hair? <laughs> yeah, he uses that country man or whatever. Uh, we he do not do Yeah, he does. Don't you remember we saw the box? And um, like, yeah, well, I haven't. I it's get. a bit out of whack because I haven't used it recently, but I'm gonna, I, I, I have to go buy some blonding stuff to go in. Blonding stuff? Yeah. But you have a red beard. For the listeners, James has like got a full-on rang of beard. <laughs> yeah, but the, the blonding stuff makes your hair a bit redder, isn't it? Are you going to blonde your beard? So you got a blonde beard? What are you going to do with the beard? You just got to make it match. Doesn't matter what colour well, in the I can do whatever I want now. I don't need. Oh, don't have to worry about. Now you've sworn off women for what the rest of the summer. Yeah, I mean, if a woman wants to marry me, she can say what I do with my facial hair. But till then, <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry's online. Is he? Hello. Well, yeah. how's your beard, friend? Yeah, what's yours? <laughs> you know, I just go on about beards because I'm jealous. Cause Do I you look like a pedophile like your dad? Because I can't grow them. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen Frank with a beard. Oh. I can't grow a beard. It's my sad You know shame. what? I don't think I've ever seen you with People a beard, People were trying Brian. to do Movember, and I was like, mm, I don't think I can do that. Oh, that'd be the, that'd be my the... hair's long enough now. I can tie it around my face to make a beard. Sweet. Which is more than Fred can do. <laughs> Man, El Scorcher all the way from the Scotland. Phone me up to burn me. You guys are going to like hang up now. <laughs> If anyone's listening, awesome. this is, uh, I think, Bryony speaking and Harry. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty In definite. Scotland. Welcome. Do you know that um, the biggest consumers of podcasts per capita in the world is Scotland? Really? You should be out. Right. We should send you out some business certificates to hand out to people in business Scotland. Business certificates? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. You're so depressing here. You're so you're, you're just trying yeah. around. You need something to escape the... I've got to be say, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts while I've been... It's probably you. You're probably solely responsible for this spike in Maybe podcast downloads. What what podcast do you uh, listen... What podcast do you listen to? Um... I was just going to say the Zoe and Pia show. <laughs> <laughs> it's defunct now. Defunct. Do you just Zoe. keep listening to the same it's one episode? They've had a huge falling out, Zoe and Pia. No, yeah. they haven't. Oh, wait, wait, why is the podcast going? Well, we can... Oh, until they Stop. come back, we'll never... You can make up one. Have you been listening to that um, that show yes. that's been described as the uh, monkey cage on acid? Yeah. Cause that, the infinite monkey cage. The infinite monkey cage on acid. I have been listening to the infinite monkey cage not on acid. Oh. And it's a bit dull it's compared to the acid version, right? Yeah, it's not as good. Acid fresh. Acid fresh. Sharp like acid. Mm. What sort of acid would you describe this as? Hydrochloric? Sulfuric? Citric? Nitric. Nitric. Yeah. Acid wash jeans? Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. They had like Pat. Everyone's saying that's jump the shark because they had Patrick Stewart on to talk about space. And oh, he and he's he's anti-space travel. He's like, we should fix the problems down here. And he only pretended to be a space traveler. Mind yeah. you, so did Carl Sagan. Yeah, yeah uh, it's funny when they get uh, and ironically, the because other science podcast, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk, had not even um, talk about Neil deGrasse Data and. Uh, the guy of the glasses who's got that go on say it say it say it no he's got the other show there's a read to me show guy with the glasses Geordie LaFord is it nice 
Jodi Lefort. Um, he had them on the show at a convention to talk about Jodi stuff. Lefort. It's a bit weird getting actors on to talk about C'est science stuff. And Lefort. Patrick Stewart was like, "Why am I even here?" <laughs> Did he do a whole extra sort of just rambling yeah, yeah. about <laughs> seeing women naked? <laughs> That's funny. He was just like, "You know what? I don't even. I'm not even that big on space travel, really." Yeah. Oh. You could pretend. A man with no imagination. He had a good point. It was better than what I said, he said. Um, mm, I doubt it. You probably do, you, do you take public transport it. in Scotland? Uh, we do mostly walking places. Okay. Scotland's so pretty small. And catching some trains. Do people like are listening to podcasts on the trains? Just, just for um, listeners in Perth, Scotland is about the size of Rottnest. Is it? <laughs> like you can cycle around it. You could probably cycle around it in a day. <laughs> we could. Well, you could. There's some pretty big hills in the middle, so it might take you a bit longer. You actually could cycle around Scotland in a day. Maybe from one side to the other. No. No. Oh, Brian. No. Because they. You got- could. You drive. You can drive from one side to the other in a but day. But is it like a Whoa. skinny part, like Rottnest? Like you can cheat. Well, I mean, by- Rottnest has a train. Yeah. Rottnest has bicycles. You know. It's point of reference. No, we're simple. going to the Isle of Skye for Christmas, and I think Skye is probably like Rottnest. Oh, okay. You should go to Isle of Man and do the, the TT time trial or whatever. Well, hey, what's, what's your problem with the Isle of Skye, Fred? That was James. <laughs> now, Fred's looking disgruntled <laughs> no, as well. What's problem with the Isle of Skye? He, he was doing thumbs down to Isle of Skye. No, I wasn't. You two are going to start some conflict with the Isle of Skye, and I don't want to get involved. Have you guys been watching the... Um, war in Israel. Uh, what the live tweets from, from the Gaza Strip? Yeah, no. First war on Twitter. It's not the first war on Twitter, is it? Well, because all the other wars, they've just shut off the internet, so no one can tweet out. Oh. Rather than Israel's just like, yeah, let's Instagram this, man. <laughs> they are. It's like a party over there. Hmm. Um, but uh, there's some cool YouTube videos of like this Iron Dome uh, security. Just- system that they've got over Israel where they're just shooting down other missiles that have been fired in. I didn't even realise that Palestine had missiles. Uh, yeah. That's what the whole thing's about. They keep shooting rockets into Israel. Okay. And Israel's just like, hey, we're just trying to be peaceful here. This is totally unjust. Don't you remember we were persecuted by the Nazis? Mm. And, and they the go and build like 3,000 like, houses when they shouldn't have and everyone gets pissed off. Yeah, look, they should just say, everyone out. If you can't play nicely... I'm going to stop the car and turn it around now. You know, it's just... But do you think, how weird would that be living in a in a city and just, like, things exploding over heads that's just defending you, trying to, and they're trying to get everyone to just live their like, normal lives? It'd be like a mission control or whatever. What's happening? Would you go hang out in the streets and just pretend, try and show a strong face and pretend like it's not dangerous? I don't know. What it's is just like lightning sky and you happen to get... Oh, sometimes they do land on the ground. Yeah, I know. So that's scary. like walking around in a lightning storm, yeah. going, oh, we might get hit by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a um, landline episode on um, people that lived in the Woomera Test Range in South Australia, like the farms. And basically they have government-supplied bunkers. And if the government says, go in your bunker between, like, one and two on this day, you have to do it. Because a rocket might land on your ass. Nice. Harry and Bryony, are you still there? Yeah, we're still here. Okay. 
Sorry, I wasn't sure. We just had some technical uh, difficulties earlier. Oh, Harry wow. was setting up this fancy microphone setup James sent over. I know. I can't believe you got your own mic. Am I going to get my own mic? Oh, are you getting no, your own you mic? You can buy your own. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Fred's on a big-ass wage. You know he's on six figures over there. <laughs> Harry's doing it tough. He's he's doing the great novel of PhD. Yeah. I already did the great novel of PhD. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're rolling Fine. it. If you were doing Bye. a podcast back then, I would have bought you one. Prepare for the lowest Now you got a job, like money but I'll buy. send you... No, it's like 200 bucks. Start saving, Fred. <laughs> and you should get one of those arm things. Yeah, you should. And get a light that goes on when we're live. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've still got to make that. Fred, if you need 200 yeah, bucks, where's that, just set up a webcam and eat a mango for a little while. I reckon you can make it pretty quick. At least James Mack could chip in. <laughs> you could do an audio podcast version of your great sandwiches of Colorado. Oh, oh yeah. Will. And just just have you eating it and people can just listen to the sound <laughs> of you. Yeah, and the title... There'll be some pretty good sandwiches in Colorado. All right. I know. I'm going to find the best hamburger Do you know what they call sandwiches in New South Wales? Sambos. Sangers. Sangers, yeah. Why? Where's the G? <laughs> I know. Sanders. There's some gross sandwich I saw in the States that they make <laughs> where it's like two patties instead of bread and then they've got cheese oh. and maple syrup. Oh. No, no, and there's a, they also make one where it's like a donut cut in half with the yeah. meat patty inside the donuts. Yeah. Oh. I did that. I did bacon sandwich with a donut instead of bacon. Shut up. Did you? They have bacon and good. waffle and maple <laughs> syrup as like a regular part of it. Oh. I had bacon and pancakes and maple syrup for breakfast two and, days and ago. Isn't it like the, the, the dish, the national is, dish? Are you just media? preparing, Fred? Yep. I'm going to carbo load gut. before I go so that I can extreme carbo load when I'm there. <laughs> Isn't there um, the, the, the national dish of the African Americans like fried chicken, maple syrup, and bacon or something, and pancakes all in one? You get it in like. It's like at their equivalent of the Hawaiian pack. I did watch, as preparation, I watched the Man vs. Food Boulder Colorado special. Oh, right. What's, what do they have? So he had like, it's like a pancake with bacon in it with like oh. a few poached eggs in maple syrup. Oh, and this why? other one was where nice. you eat a bucket of hot wings, like a bucket, like a, a bucket of hot, of chicken yeah. wings. And you do that, and you never. You do that, it. and you get it free. <laughs> I'm having a second magnum, by the way. This is all making me too hungry. I can't resist. Um. Hey, while I have you guys here, and before I go and let Harry do this manly podcast by himself. Do you have any good ideas of things I should get Harry for Christmas? This podcast is not manly, Jim Crane. <laughs> Grr, this is so manly. Scrotum's testicles. Um, we're out here in a storm. It's pretty manly. It is. And we're eating magnums and gossiping. Nice. What should we get Harry? Um, he could start him with a mineral collection, like different rocks. Starter pack. Some crystals, geodes. Guys, this isn't like... Thunder rocks. It's not going to be a surprise. Oh. Um, well, shut your ears. That, I'm talking to Briny. I hear that classical music helps you concentrate, so you're getting some classical music albums that he can just play on loop while he's writing. Foot shoes. Uh, toe That's shoes. That's a pretty good idea. Toe shoes. Toe shoes. Guy at work has toe shoes. Yeah. And then I went over to toe his house shoes. on the weekend and he had his formal I can see toe Harry shoes wearing toe shoes. He wears toe socks sometimes. Toe sh- Wait, formal toe, toe shoes? shoes? Formal toe shoes. They were, had laces. <laughs> With what? Wow. And they were red um, and white. Enema kit. Oh, a cock mold <laughs> kit. Like a do-it-yourself-at-home cock mold. Uh, all right. Well, these are all the ideas, guys. If Ronnie's you think of any more, you can uh, send them to me. But um, 
I'll let you keep going. <laughs> oh, Bryony, uh, Liz and I uh, are down for the thing you messaged me about. I don't know if that's secret or not. Oh, yeah, it's secret. Okay, well, we're down. We'll, we'll chat. We'll hey. chat about this later. Anyway, on with yeah, the Burnley that, show. Oh, it's just Yay. a three-way when no Bryony gets back. Podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> with Harry or with Liz? <laughs> it's with you and James. <laughs> uh, it's nothing to do with me. What? <laughs> Harry's um, birthday. Birthday. Sorry. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harry. Um, That's the man you're talking about. I know. That's so inappropriate. It's so not fanging That's around. That's very rude, guys. Are you crying, Harry? A little bit. Oh, get closer to the mic. I want to hear the tears. Eat that mic for breakfast. Is <laughs> that what you tell the ladies that come on the show? We don't get any ladies on yeah, the show. Yeah, well... I is that to. why Betty and the Beast has such a high turnover? Bitch, eat that. Are I, I <laughs> my listenership's going down because we've got too many guys on the station? It's a sausage fest, oh, man, yeah. I tell yeah. you. Yeah. The Zoe and Pia show was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Look, I've got... Yeah, in January, <laughs> one of my co-workers is jumping on the mic and she's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And she's got a twin sister. They, those two should do a show together because they're so funny. Do they like being called twins? Or they feel like it's a fad and it's well, like... They <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing it they're for gonna, like 25 years. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't you get sick of being... Oh, everyone has to associate me with my twin sister who's got the same genetics as me. Are they identical twins? Yeah. They um, dress the same? Um, no. Oh, do you mean identical? No. Mm, same style? Like one of them didn't go goth and the other one's like a raver? One's got like blonde hair and one's got black hair. Uh, yeah. Like died. Yeah. yeah. Not natural, but they're twins. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Campbell's eating a magnum. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm eating. Have you guys speaking Harry, of what uh, have you been eradicating what have you been the to? Jews? Oh. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like Campbell's one better. Whoa. Do you know what the whoa. the Nazis wanted to do? Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, originally with the Jews. I think I know this one. Send them to Madagascar. No lies. They wanted to give them hugs and lollipops. Really? And they're like, flip the coin, like, no, we're going to gas you all. Yeah, it was one or the other. Yeah, that was called the Madagascar plan. And apparently it was a long... People have been daydreaming about this. Um, Paul de la Garde, an anti-Semitic orientalist scholar, apparently first suggested the idea in 1885. Orientalist? He sounds like doubly racist. Yeah. So and the, and then the British just shipped him off to Israel. Is that right? That's where they wanted to go. They wanted. Oh, to they wanted Israel. to go there. Okay. Yeah. They totally scored with I Israel. See, I don't know. It was Palestinians who got a raw deal there. But you know that's that's interesting. But you know what's even more interesting, perhaps? Mm. The kind of resettlement of the Jewish population at, at one point was proposed to be Perth. Oh, really? Who proposed that? There was this Zionist dude who was like, yep, Perth, this is it. The most this remote is the place. Man, is this like in the 60s or in the 1860s? It was before Israel. Huh. Why not? From all everything I've heard, it's better than Israel. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I had a friend who went to Israel and he's like, it's just a desert. Didn't it, is it, did it used to be a desert or has it just become a desert because of... 
I don't know. And Human it, a long time ago, it wasn't desert because that's the sort of cradle of humanity. Hmm. And I think it was very, very lush. Hmm. But I don't know whether we're talking, you know, 50,000 years ago, it was very lush or 2,000 years ago. I can't imagine it's changed a lot in 2,000 years. No, I think it's been desertous for a long time. But <clears> at <throat> one point, it was supposed to be very, very fertile. Harry, what have you been consuming? You missed the intro. That's our opening gambit. Um, what have you been up to? Do you fill us in? We haven't spoken to you for a couple of weeks. It's true. I've been just like not doing very much writing. What's the page count? It's been. What is it? Not doing very much writing or not doing very much? Comma. Writing. Well, writing, but now that you mention it, the um, word count has not increased as dramatically as I'd like it to. Oh, but it's not about quantity, it's about quality, isn't it, Harry? That's true. Well, the quality is increasing. Yay! So, for listeners back at home, um, Harry is in Scotland, tucked away in the freezing bosom of Mother Edinburgh. Great Britain, Edinburgh. And it is actually getting freezing now. It snowed yesterday. Oh, sweet. And he Pretty is, um, you're, you're in this tiny little womb-like apartment, gestating a um, PhD. Yep. And it's on Truffles. Um... Do you have a Do you have a title? Uh, I'll wait to title that when it's at the end. It's pretty important because they read it out of your graduation. <laughs> can you yeah, have so something? Make it sound pretty impressive. Did you have, have an embarrassing title? Funny. You didn't realize there was there was one title at my graduation which was about I think it was scrotum size of boys or something, and that's what we just called oh, it. Was that, no, I can't remember what the title was, but the whole crowd just was like, that by your dad. The whole, oh, fuck you. <laughs> When he had, when he didn't have his beard, <laughs> he looks like a pedophile in these. Oh, just because you do a I like PhD on the scrotum size of boys doesn't mean you're a pedophile. Are you able to have? <laughs> are you, Harry? Are you able to come up with something funny that is only like perceivable once you verbalize it and read it out loud? Like, like with uh, horse races, you know, some horses have funny names. Something about fun guy and fungi and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> or like something about truffle. It's a truffle. It's a trifle. How does it's that a work? trifle, truffle kind of like thing. My question was quite a trifle. Is this a truffle? A trifling a truffle trifling question. truffle question. From a fun guy. That's the one for a fun guy. Trifling Lucky. Trifling truffle trivia. Yeah. By From something something H fun guy. By a fun guy. Oh by <laughs> a fun guy. <laughs> and you should you should say Harry T. Eslick. Uh, why? Apart from Just that being my name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You should make sure you get appropriate well, credit for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Harry a gonna... fun guy. You're going to have to change your name. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to get it? No, because you'll be Mr. Trouble because everyone will be like, oh, the guy with the T in the... <laughs> Harry Truffle Eslick. <laughs> yeah. Put the T in inverted commas. People keep them guessing. <laughs> yeah, so people just Harry T. Is people it? can just call me Mister T. <laughs> oh, what's the T for? Truffles, bitches. I mean, this is all good stuff, Harry. Make sure you. Uh, I think you should take notes. some of this on board. <laughs> well, I'm taking notes. Don't worry. Um, I will think about you know how I can incorporate this. Um, going. There's got to be some um. You know, going back to, you know, Carnivale was about the Dust Bowl in America. And that mm-hmm. was where just they just totally stuffed up the ecosystem, ecosystem so much and that turned into a Dust Bowl. Was that might have what happened in Israel. 
similar thing. No, I think it was natural climate change. The Dust Bowl? No, no Israel. Oh, Israel. Okay. Israel's a desert. Okay. I think so. So, Harry, do you know much about Israel? Or that, really, or that it's region? It's in the middle, middle East, isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of mostly desert around there. But it wasn't always desert. It used to be very fertile. Oh, oh yeah, back in, like, back in the, in the day. dawn of humanity mm. days. Everything yeah. was different back then, though. You could walk from PNG to here. Did you? I mean, I you couldn't. You're not very fit, but no. one could. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, maybe. I could have, man. I'm super fit now. Are you fit now, or are you not fit now? I can't remember. I am fit now. Okay, but you put, you don't want the ladies anywhere near. You. Yeah, the fitter I get, the more repulse I get. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Harry, can you weigh that. in? Ha ha ha! From Scotland. <laughs> Um, James, mm. I don't know if you listened to the previous couple of episodes, but James pushed this hypothesis forward, or he's 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 working on this unproven <laughs> hypothesis that the more rotund he gets, the more attractive he is to women, and the more svelte he gets. No, I didn't think it was. I thought it was a disappointment thing. Yeah, it's it's. Being yeah, I in thought the it was. Well, I, I heard the, the the beginning episode, which was that in the middle ground, women were disappointed yeah. with the you know they thought there was something more than there actually was and so you either have to go to the ex- you have to go to the extremes you have to go you know oh. super svelte or super rotund see I've totally misunderstood this yeah yeah. so you don't want to give a false impression so you yeah. oh be okay a big exactly. guy or a so people guy. just instantly oh. judge as being fat so they go oh that's okay so it's not like oh they go it's not you for being skinny and then later on they're disappointed like, oh I thought he was skinny Right, uh. but James, aren't you getting like super spelt? So the ladies will like, and then you can start wearing again. super oh, tight. Well, clothes. we'll see how the the diet goes, but I think I'll hit a, a an equilibrium equilibrium where I will just stop losing weight, and then I either have to oh, get. James, so you're setting yourself up for failure there, James. Yeah, it sounds. Oh, like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try Where's to. Where's the positive? Positive. But attitude? I'm not. The thing is, I'm not ever gonna become a gym junkie. So why not? Because never say never. What about your I brother? I don't have time. That's what your brother that's used to say. That's his whole life, and I don't... And I, he's got a full-time job as well. Yeah. You, but if you just do, like, chin-ups and, like, sit-ups he, in the morning, he play, every day... Uh, he has, you know, he, he, he goes to the gym, yeah. plays video games, goes to work, and then on the weekend he parties. Um, sounds pretty good. But I don't know that... That sounds all right, yeah, I'm with Campbell. I kind of like this. Why don't you do it? Why don't yeah. you give up on your graphic novel and spend all that time at the gym camp and get buff? How do you know I don't work out while <laughs> I'm doing my graphic novel? I'm on the treadmill. It's hard on to the do sit ups and draw novels at the same time. Well, I've been practicing. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's taking Fair me enough. so long to do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry, how are you? Are you hella buff or are you chunking out or are you a bit. Um, um, you bit looking pretty bit much the same as always. Can we go video and just check out Harry? Can you? I'm gonna have enough bandwidth. Can you rock a six pack? MBN. Can I rock a six pack? No, I mean, like not. if we get a cam show going. <laughs> What's with the cam show? <laughs> Gal needs some extra bucks. Obviously, he's trying to pimp us all onto cam. <laughs> I'm just looking at ways to monetize this podcast. Cam show. It's so, one yeah, option from all of our like Fred, two And what I want to do with you. <laughs> What's your vision? When you go to Colorado, I love the idea of James telling you to micro-podcast the, uh, <laughs> the sandwiches, but what you have to do is micro-podcast the sandwiches, 
All it is is the title, you know, BLT from the corner of 9th and Avison. Yeah. And then podcast starts, you say, what is this sound? <laughs> Harry's getting busted or something. <laughs> Harry, is that your... Is those lorries in your ghetto? It's taking him away. It's muted, probably. Oh, so okay. the podcast, so your micro podcast. Yeah. People go to it. The title is just, you know, yeah, BLT from the corner of Ninth and Everson. Podcast starts. Fred goes, you, "This is you." Yeah, BLT <laughs> from the corner of Ninth and Everson. <laughs> and it's just you recording until you finished eating it, and then that's it. Okay. That's the whole pod, micro podcast. Just the sound of <laughs> you sound eating. Of sandwiches. No review, no words, no like, of a, like a. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, if you need to, like. Or, do you provide a picture? Yep. But like, no, I like the sound mouth. that it's just audio. It's just. You're just documenting Maybe a little the sound. Clink of glasses in the bow yeah. conversation in the background. But for, from you, just the mastication. <laughs> I reckon we could sell those a buck a Can pop. they sell? Can you? Can I get a special mic that's like for super close up <laughs> sound? What, what? Like this? <laughs> I can't get close enough. I want something that almost sticks in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I think the you know secret service that have microphones that go in the crowns of your teeth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get one of those for. Can you, guys you please watch, make this um, podcast real? <laughs> I'll do one especially for you, Cam. Well, you can cut them eating a mango from the start of this show. And, like, that'll <laughs> That's be the a first one. I think Harry said he's seen Skyfall. Did you guys go see it? I haven't. I haven't. I want to. Um, it was pretty good. Man film? Yeah. It was out in Scotland way before over here, isn't it? Yeah. When's Hobbit coming out? Great. Boxing Day here. Harry in Scotland, when's Hobbit? Oh, it's like the 17th, I think. Or the 17th? 20th? No, 17th. I know. I know. You I think 17th of January, man. Have they actually released nah, it in December? New Zealand? Well, they had the premiere like last week or something. Oh, have they released it? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's Boxing Day. Most places, I think America is the 14th of January. Oh, that's so That's harsh. They're just going to pirate it all. Yeah. <laughs> How much revenue are they going to lose from that? Why don't they do that? Do I don't know why you would want to get a crappy cam of <laughs> the ring. <laughs> Anyone who downloads that isn't going to go see the movies anyway, so... That's it, weird. It, like, it's this film that's, like, designed for 48 frames a second and, and all that kind of stuff. But what about... Um, how many films is The Hobbit going to be? Is it two oh or three? Oh, my God. I heard it was three. What was that no. about, James? Oh, one of the guys that works going into labour. Or well, his wife is. Wow, that would have been amazing if it was him. <laughs> 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 it's coming out the 13th over here. Snigger where he has a baby. I think we literally bring this up every third podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> I think it's called Junior. Um, now, Harry, in Skyfall, like, there's some pretty... Some scenes in, what, Scotland at the end? Yeah. And everything's, yeah. like, really barren. Is that like a desert or have they just chopped all the trees down? No, that's just how it is. I think they're called so moors, aren't they? Or something? And windy. That's The moors, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like moors. We went up to the moors the other day. It was pretty awesome. Your Scottish accents are real <laughs> thick, Harry. <laughs> You're Skyping out, Harry. Sorry, guys. Are you recording on your end? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, well, I can record a question that nobody could hear. And then... <laughs> no, well, at least 
when we put it back in. But that'll make even less sense because it'll be like this perfectly asked question where you'll sit around like idiots. <laughs> okay, so for future reference, if anyone's downloaded this show, Harry's broken up. But I'm still here. What do you guys think about Nibiru? What's Nibiru? Nibiru? Nibiru, the planet is coming to hit us. Yeah. Nah. No? You, didn't your BFF Brian Cox say it wasn't real? Yeah, but he didn't retweet me back when I tweeted him, so <laughs> well, you I'm were, a bit cold on him now. Were you cyberbullying him? Trolling him? I just asked him for a free cam show. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't give it up. He wouldn't even talk to me. I, I sent him about like 60 or 70 tweets, <laughs> and he just didn't even respond to one of them. I think Nigella's blocking on Twitter. Nigella? She's blocking your Twitter. I think she's blocked me on Twitter. Why do you... What are you tweeting, Nigella? Just stuff. Just, just like, hey, how's it going? Come over to my house. Just, no, I'm just like, hey, I'm eating a muesli bar. <laughs> just about to hop in the shower. I'm setting up that cam show for you. <laughs> People would watch a Nigella cam show. People do. Do they? Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, it's even higher production I, wow. I hate that show. <gasps> James, what have you discovered? My new... F- of the Is that what you decade. were doing while we were talking? You just looking um, up girls on the internet. It's research. Let's see, Jane. Um, oh, have you guys seen Everyday Gourmet with Justine Schofield on Channel 10? No. Isn't that like totally... <laughs> it's like it's almost like Huey's yeah. cooking it level is, of production value. Yeah, rubbish production value, but the hottest woman alive pre- presenting it. Justine Schofield, man. Amazing. Let's see her. I don't want to use up too much bandwidth, so just give me a photo. And uh, it's got that guy with the really weird accent. What are you apparently, she was on MasterChef. Now I have to go download that season of MasterChef she was on because oh, I'm like, oh, now I'm the biggest fan. I've never dumb. seen MasterChef. She leans before. over to pick something out of the oven. You can just pause and <laughs> loop it. Uh, um, Did you wow. guys? What do you guys think of Huey? He's, he's still on TV. Is and he? His face is getting redder and he's getting more obese. <laughs> so. I thought he was on Weight Watchers or something. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> Stop working, whatever it is. Um, it's all pretty, like, average, it's isn't it? So average, yeah. And he kind of, like... I kind of I like shows when they kind of stuff things up and they're a bit sort of um, loose with it because that's how it is you're cooking. But he kind of just stuffs it up like, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> so... <laughs> I used to like Huey, but I'm kind of down on it. Well, what do you make? What do you think about um, Peter Cun- Peter Cundrell, Is it Peter Cundrell's retired, man? Oh no, not Peter Cundrell. Um, the guy from Red City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about your cost of celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been following. I it. forgot what his Peter, name is. What's his name? Oh, what's he called? James, I'm looking at you. Oh, I can't remember. Peter Hewitt. Garrett? Peter Garrett. Not Peter Garrett. <laughs> no, he's got it the same name as someone else. Isn't he a brother or? Peter something. Peter Gabriel. Nah. Peter Piper. I think he's. I think he's just gone. <laughs> he's just off air. Peter Everett. Peter, Peter Everett. Everett. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so terrible. And I hate oh, he's spoken out about why he was sacked from Ready Steady. Wasn't this some controversy we had a long time ago that we never got? To I the think bottom? it was one of our first episodes. <laughs> yeah. So Golf. Ready Steady Cook was a fantastic show. Did How you ever watch it? the English one with Ainsley? No. Well, especially... Oh, yeah, no, I did watch the English one. When when it showed in Australia, yeah. Yeah. Is there a Scottish version? 
He was actually kind of good, whereas the Australian version is a bit... Yeah, it's because Peter Everett's got no charisma, which is like... Oh, no, I'm going to refute that. Peter Everett made that show. Now they've got that fool from uh, Lano and Woodley. He's better than bloody Peter Everett. Lano and Woodley can't touch Lano and Woodley. Yeah, if you're Peter Everett, you can. Peter Everett's got nothing on Lano and Woodley. What's Peter I've got a sticker on the back of my car, and it's it's a picture of Peter Everett pissing on Lano and Woodley. Because <laughs> I drove made... a Everett. <laughs> Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Everett a thing that you can drive? Well, you no, know, you drive a, a, a Renault. You might have a Renault Everett. Oh, he, oh, I might just rebadge it. Renault Everett. In protest, I'm going to drive it around in protest until they reinstate Peter Everett in his natural habitat. Is the show even just going? What the, was he, he wasn't even. What was he? He was on like changing rooms or something. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in something like but that. But wasn't he an interior decorator? <laughs> no, he just randomly appears at a cooking show. But he never cooked. He was just the host. Oh yeah, I suppose. He was just like, oh, what have you brought he wasn't down? Even a good Ooh. Host. And then they were like, uh, I brought down. I'm so excited, Peter. Oh, I brought down a tub of Vegemite <laughs> and a jar of marmalade and a packet of pickles. <laughs> And he's like, Ew, well, I wonder what the chef's going to make of that. This is, this is the headline. Peter Everett speaks about why he was sacked from Ready Steady Cook. Uh, sub-headline, Peter Everett still doesn't know why he was sacked from <laughs> That is the worst uh, news article That's ever. the classic. It's called New Scientist, uh, New Science thing. Where they announce You have a finding. headline, was Darwin wrong? No. And then you buy the magazine and open it up and it says, no. It, like, big no, he was a genius. <laughs> was Einstein wrong? No. You know, in Melbourne, in the the Natural History Museum over there, they've got um, some of Darwin's, like, taxidermied, or, like, some of his sample specimens that he took when he was on the Bugle. And they on found the Beagle? The Beagle, sorry. <laughs> he was working for J.H. Jameson, <laughs> writing news stories. Um, no, he, uh, yeah, because they were going through doing a big inventory of all their taxidermy and mounted things, and they were checking all the tags, and they were like, holy shit. I went to the Natural History Museum in London, and all the taxidermy were like, basically, they were, some of them were looking pretty terrible. Yeah, we got some really bad ones at And they were sort of sad, little signs and saying, you know, we know our taxidermy is looking a bit crap, but it's 100 years old, and it's sort of against our policy now to taxidermy things, so this is what you get. <laughs> I think that's stupid. They should re-taxidermy a couple of tigers or something. But I think it's interesting that they... I think it's interesting looking at the old taxidermy as well because those objects are historic objects as well. They're not just a yeah, record of that animal. Yeah, They're a record it, of that process. It barely looks like a tiger anymore. It's we have a bilby. Yeah, we have this amazing... We've got two bilbies that are taxidermied at the West Australian Museum. We've got one that's in the Discovery Centre and it looks amazing. It is, you know, it's like the new one that's been done. And it looks incredible. It looks like it's about to run off. And then we've got one that must have been done by, like, the first European that found a bilby and, like, just stuffed it full of padding. And it looks so awful. And that's up in our old gallery. But it's there, like, as a reference of how stupid we were. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so Taxidermy thing is one of those things that doesn't sound like it would be that difficult at all. Man. But I think it actually would I've be. got so much respect for our taxidermist at work. Watch you have does. a taxidermist there. Yeah. I was going to say... Do you get to watch them do it? No, not really. Sometimes I poke my head in and I'm like, what's going on? Um, so it's not against the policy of the WA Museum to do taxidermy? Hells no. 
We're like, what are you taxidermy? We love a bit of it. Oh, we What's you working on now? I don't know. There's, there's so much stuff in there that's like always what? going on. Lots of little things. Crabs. I was going to say, you taxidermy a crab? Crabs are easy because they've got exoskeletons, yeah, so it's just cleaning them. Just clean it. Um, but, I mean, it's it's an art, it, but it's a science as well because, you know, you need to know all of the conservation properties and chemicals and all of those things and how to colour fast everything. But then it's also, like, so much artistry because there's so much colour matching that needs to be done and then there's all the sewing that needs to be done and, the, and then there's butchery because you need to actually remove So, would someone literally turn up to this woman with, like, a dead bilby with its guts hanging out and say, this is needs to be taxidermied and she would... Gut it and dry it and clean it. Everything. Does she just get the shell, the the skin? I've never seen it. her gutting stuff. Can you find on this out? Yeah. And get back to us. Yeah. Get back to me. Next us. time I'll do a report on taxidermy <laughs> in the twenty first century. Yeah. I'm. I'm oh, can we invite her on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this. Maybe not. Okay. Oh God. Colin's going off. You're above a nightclub or something. Get him or something. <laughs> I don't get if it's really cold. Wouldn't you have all the window shut? I don't know how loud it can. Um, no, this is through the window. Yeah, we're on the top story. So, <laughs> is it is it as loud as we hear, or is it just amplified by the microphone? I don't know how loud it is for you guys. It's pretty loud. It's like, like does it wake you up at night when a lorry goes fast? Well, we are kind of across the road from the police station. Oh, so, okay. Oh. But that police car was not um, going down our street. It was going down the next street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, they generally don't turn their lights on when they come out of our... into the police station or out of the police station. I've got... Um, if, if you have a... Uh, um, I've got a breakdown of your exposure to radiation as a human being who you live in a a, 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 a city that has nuclear power plant or yeah yeah um sources of radiation um 40 percent uh no sorry 11 percent the water you drink yeah um 14 percent cosmic radiation from the sky i guess yep uh 18 percent from the buildings and the soil that you walk and live in yep um, medicine, like getting an x-ray, like mm-hmm. once a year, 14%. Uh, biggest source of radiation, what would that be? Bananas. Cosmic. Dust. Gamma. Or gas. Radon. Radon. Yeah. 42%. Radon's, Radon's a gas. Yeah. So, it just floats around. Yeah. So, that's why the statistics... So, what does that leave? I don't know. What do you mean? How many percentages? I don't yeah. know. I didn't add them up. No, it's one percent for the nuclear industry. Apparently, a coal a coal power plant puts out more radiation than a nuclear than a well maintained yeah. nuclear power. Well, plant. coal is a huge source of radiation. Yeah, that's yeah. until a tsunami comes and like knocks one over. Yeah, well, that's there is that. This is from a non tsunami nuclear power yeah. plant we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 F- I think a, a well maintained right, right. Just getting that clear. Yeah, Good. no, it's imp- it's important to clear that up. But isn't that a bit of a worry that? You have to get a, a, a once-in-a-century tsunami hitting a nuclear power plant before it gets more radioactive than just any old coal plant that's just doing its normal day job. Yes. Yeah. That's not a worry. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. safe nuclear is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> any other science topics we want to discuss? Uh, Harry, you got any science over there? 
Um, and I don't really do any much science. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, no. Have you heard any science no, I do news? Lots of science. Um, a scientist walks into a bar. What does he say? He orders. He says to the bartender, "Can I have a petri dish?" And the guy says, "No, we only use." And Neutron walks into a bar and asks for a drink. The bartender pours it and he says, "How much?" And he says, "For you, no charge." <laughs> that was a nice one. That's better than mine. I think. Any science news, Fred? Um, no. Oh, all quiet on the science front. A, a, a slow no, week in science. No major discoveries have been made. Fangin. Carnies. Carnies. Harry. Any new Carnies? <laughs> um. Don't think so. Or Fangin news. Same old cars over here. You and, you and Bryony said that you'd been uh, catching a lot of trains. We have been doing a lot of train they have travel. fast trains. What, what sort of trains? Are they like Hogwarts Express sort of things? Nah, they're kind of just boring. Diesel. Oh, no, they're electric. I was going to say. They're pretty boring anyway. They're not that fast. They're not that comfortable. Do they have tartan not. upholstered seats? Um, no. Oh. I think if you go up north on the Scotland trains, they do have tartan. Hey, nice. How could you not? Do you see a lot well, of which tartan? Which plan would you make it? You know, you don't want to do the wrong oh. plan. I'm not getting on that train. It's a maybe. There's carriages for clans. That's how you'd know. Well, you'd have your one that you get onto. Yep. Well, they probably just made a, a new like train tartan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they can invent new, new, new um. Because Transperth has the Transperth tartan that they use <laughs> that, on all like, their splotchy eighties <laughs> thing. <laughs> It's kind of that dark... It's like a black with those, yeah, Art Deco sort of splodges. Have you guys seen the City of Stirling new build... Well, newish building? I've only just seen it in across the freeway from Ikea. No, no I've not seen that. It is... I didn't even... I thought that whole area was a swamp. Obviously, I haven't been there in 15 years across the freeway. Um... And you know they're building parks and stuff there, and apparently this building's been there quite a while. But I've only noticed it's new. But it's it's amazing. It's like this brand new building that's like a tribute to the 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 terrible, <laughs> not this is terrible architecture of Perth's past. Like, are you saying it's really ugly? Mm, I, I dig it. Like it's it's kind of like a tribute to like it's the you know that uh, that style of architecture that was like the new building at Perth Mod. Like and the East Perth train station is what I think of when I think of no, 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 no. Ugly. Oh, yeah, I guess like that. What kind of building is it? It's a public. You know the new Perth Mod building. Yeah, it's that's gone new. now. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's I think not. they. Oh, I thought they tore it down. No, I don't know. Anyway, they, so they made sort of a, a tribute to that, yet in in a very modern style. And it's got this huge like statue out the front. That's like uh, you know. Anyway, it's pretty awesome to see. That. I thought it was cool. I have to look out oh, for it. I'm just having a look at it now. Oh, it does look just like the old Perth Mod. Can I have a see <laughs> of it later? Um, yeah. Fangy news. I watched the Top Gear special to find the world's worst car. That was relatively interesting. What car was it? I don't want to ruin it for you. Oh, yeah. just tell me. What were the contenders? What were the contenders? And we'll guess. 
Oh, I can't remember the exact. Was it I'm just one of those Russian larders? No, because they started off saying like they had two really cheap, crappy cars, and they sort of said it's not about overall crappiness; it's about cars made by manufacturers who should know better and charge too much for it. You know. So was so the like signet? Value was car. the signet included? What's the signet? The no, Aston Martin. The signet. Aston Martin Toyota car. No. Oh. It's probably because it's totally sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, w- it came down to between... It was actually... The so this was Top Gear, so it was a Ferrari 599. No, they paid out on a couple of Ferraris, of course, and they did some burnouts in, like, Mercedes-Benz AMGs and stuff. I think it came down to... It was actually, a, I think, it was like a Peugeot 306. Oh, okay. And this shitty Lexus convertible from... 10 years ago and like a relatively new Peugeot 306 you know what the the worst car I've ever driven is the oh, I don't even know what it's called it's like this Holden car that's you know it's Australia's only mid-sized built car is it the Epica? Astra Holden wait are you being down on Australian built cars? I was ashamed to drive <laughs> this car. Maybe it was an Australian design, though. Was it a new one? Is it the Holden Cruise? Yeah, Holden Cruise. That's oh, yeah. it. I drove it. Like, literally, you turn... Just turn the slightest bit, and the wheels hit the wheel wells. Um, There's no way they And they're scraping. <laughs> I think your car was broken, <laughs> No, all, well, all, 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 all 20 of them that we had at oh. Avis were broken then. Oh, okay. Um, the, the interior was just disgusting. Oh, wow. Like, um, and it, it attracted every bit of dirt that you, you could find. Oh, it was like just cheap, filth. really cheap plastic inside. Uh, it all creaked. Yeah. You know, every, like... They advertised it had a good... Uh, a solid car solid. door shutting sound. <laughs> that oh, was one of their right. advertising <laughs> points. How did it sound when? Well, you it shut just it got recently, and it recently got recalled for catching on fire. I think oh, I'm guessing it's. I'm guessing it's the wheels rubbing against the <laughs> wheel wells. It's just. Oh, I was, in, and then I found out it was Australian built, and I was like, oh my god, this is just embarrassing. Because you know, on you know, one car I do like that's Australian built is the the last generation Monaro they built, like. There's this guy who must own it up in Malaga that I drive past. It's always parked there. And I saw them test it out on Top Gear and they loved it as well. Is that the coupe? Yeah, the coupe. It's just two-door coupe. And then the last year I had these big, like, you know, those air vents at the front that, like, suck in the air. It's like, yeah. It's the ultimate fanging. Yeah. You can pick I them up pretty cheap now. I think they're... Uh, I, if I won the a lotto, I would really? get it. I would get them. It's well, be pretty good. Yeah, but you know that someone who's owned a Holden Monaro yeah. would have just given that so much grief over its life. I don't know about that, what, just revving it? It's like the biggest Bogan hoon car. <laughs> I don't think it is. What? This is a question that someone's putting in. Maybe it's a question of work. Um, what would your must-have features be in the perfect car? Harry? Minimum four wheels. perfect car yeah what, what's the what is the must have features to make it a perfect car well I think something which I really like in a car is like lots of window space with like really small like 
black bits connecting like the windows together so you can see stuff. That's so blind the, spots. The pillars are really... Yeah, the pillars. Yeah, the pillars. No pillars. Get rid of pillars. Just have all glass. Get a convertible. What about a dome? No, nah, the dome's no good. <laughs> that was one thing about the Jag. It had very narrow pillars. The engine didn't work. The pillars work. on the Echo are deadly. Like, when you're going at, like, Perth, so you know those small roundabouts at Perth is? You can't see the person turning in as you approach a, a roundabout. It's really uh-huh. dangerous. So, every roundabout, I'm scared that I'm not... I have to go like that around to see, make sure there's no one there. So, tiny pillars... So Tiny pillars, and they, they they make your car sick if you're at the back and you can't see what's going on. It's mm, mm. true. And like checking your blind spot and stuff if the pillar's right next to your face, that's bad. Okay. So tiny pillars. Tiny pillars. Big that's, greenhouse. Yeah. Fred, what are you? Um. Must haves, maybe rear wheel drive. That's it. That makes a perfect car. <laughs> well, there's like a million things that make the perfect car. Oh, well, I, I, think, I thought we were I saying it's like a feature. Oh, like it's not going to. Oh, be you're the just going to roll car off a big list unless it's. Yeah. It, no, I'm just suggesting one thing. Yeah. So, so I mean, pre- like a minimum, you need aircon, power steering. Yeah, well, I can go cruise control, yeah. comfortable seats, central locking. Yep. I love my mum's car. You just don't even have to take the keys out of your. Pants or purse, you just walk up, and then, as long as your keys are near you, yeah, you I like goes. being able to keep my keys in my pants at all times. Yeah. It's awkward taking. I don't like any of those fancy features. I want wind down windows, and I want like yeah, central locking is actually pretty. Pretty good. much the Corolla you was sound, my perfect car. Harry, you sound like you're in the market for a Volkswagen up. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I think I am. That's pretty much my dream. Change car. my tune. I want a 1974 Corolla. Oh, first love. Yep. So what was the key feature about making that? Just fangability. Fangability. <laughs> <laughs> it handled. It, it did handle. It was rear-wheel drive. It was light. Yeah, it probably was it really It just, light. like, could, like, bounce around the roundabout, you know. Oh, it could turn. Yeah. <laughs> what? You didn't have to, you didn't have to do no, it was steering. It, no, it was it like you could right just, like, it. go do, like, back and forth and you round the roundabout. Burning you around. should have ripped out the foot down. Just you should have ripped out the passenger seat, like I recommended, to oh. shave some weight. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you did it after a while. No, you should have, because then it would have been easier for someone to you get in. Should have just in. parked it up in York. Oh, I just would have ended up in the bin. I would have given it to one of you guys if you wanted it. Are they oh. sell- are they selling York? I don't know. What you could have thrown in could a free have just car. Stayed up there until no, you came back. Because then when they do sell it, they don't want to have to get rid of it. Toyota Corolla as well. No, freebie. Freebie. House and car. House and car package. <laughs> <laughs> Non-functional car. Oh, you should see if you can house. just drive it down to the basement. <laughs> Make this museum just for car. It's like this feature of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I don't know how it, it It'll be like sand. And then when <laughs> someone dug it out, instead of just finding like a crappy <laughs> fireplace, they find a whole car. Well... Did you guys see the the thing where they buried like a 1954 Cadillac or something yeah, in the time capsule? Yeah, dug it up and it was just like a rusted lump. Yeah, it turned to crap. That, but that was a raffle as well. That wasn't. Someone was going to win that car, <laughs> and they got the person who won it. But I think the council or the or the city or whatever or Chrysler or whoever it was is restoring the car now, and they're going to give it to like the grandchild or who, of whoever. Like, uh, okay. Entered the competition or something, so it's a pretty cool story. Oh, they I'm dug it up already. Wait, no. Yeah. So it was a raffle for when you put it in. 
So they have the raffle, you bury it, and 50 years later you get your prize. No, I think what happened was they did, made this time capsule. They buried this totally sweet-ass Cadillac in the time capsule, right? They didn't yeah. bury it. It was like in a car park or something. Yeah. And, um, and I think everyone in the town was entered into the raffle sort of thing. Yeah. And then when it was dug up like 50 years later or whatever, they pulled out the name and it was like someone who was dead. So they got the descendant oh, and were okay. like, your granddad. So they put the names alive. in the hat. Well, I don't know. Oh, and then I don't the hat with the car. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's a literal hat. No, but what's the point of having the rat? That's the, that's the worst idea. Have the raffle for 50 <laughs> years in the past. Everybody's just gone No, in else. the future. So you have to stick around this town just in case you want a car in 50 years. Oh, five. Fred, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, but obviously... <laughs> it's full of holes. Yeah, Lisa Scafidi, don't you think about doing it because Fred's going to be hella oh, Okay, so I'm going to... Hey, Cam, we're going to have this raffle for $100 and I'm going to bury it. No, like, I don't think you have in to... 50 years, you I don't think they set it bucks. up like, oh, you could win a car. I think no. they say in the thing, you get to win a car that's going to be in a time capsule for 50 years. I don't think it was even a raffle. I think it was just like, you were just automatically entered into yeah, it. Yeah, it was like a I don't think you had any choice. Okay. And it wasn't like we're bearing this thing so that in 50 years someone wins it. It's like, we're bearing this thing and it's a time capsule and in 50 years someone gets to have it. 50 years is a bit weak for a time capsule. Because like they have 1950s cars, there's heaps of them. Yeah, Should but have done none of them been really crappily <laughs> rusty <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> would have been better if you just left it in the barn or something yeah um, so features in a car I like um, the thing that I'm quite enamoured with is the seats in my Renault that can come out or like mm. uh, reconfigurable interior so you can get a lot of load space that's pretty much my cool feature in a car I I have similar thoughts and I'll give away my billion dollar idea just so that in someone five years' time, it. someone will make a car with it so that I can buy it when I might have a chance of buying a car. Um, I just want, like, a glove compartment or, like, that central console um, to be, like, a, a useful storage space where you can just put stuff in, like, you're just going to the Dildos. shops for a few items. And then, like, Ooh. the sides inflate and come in, like, I guess, like, Reebok pumps and just... <laughs> grab onto whatever's inside <laughs> so they don't go flying around the car. Because there's nowhere to good, good place. If you just go to buy a bottle or something or uh, something, it, it, unless it's huge and takes up like a whole segment of the car, it just goes flying around everywhere. So That's it goes a pretty good idea. And like sucks in. You know, or, or maybe some other ideas, but does essentially like the same idea. Kind of thing, not yeah. quite as violent. That's just my idea, but there could be other ways to do that same concept. And then what? When you open the lid up, it... It yeah, releases it. So that's the thing, because really like, everything idea. fizzes up with all your bottles and that. Uh, and or you know what? Or you're getting takeaway food. One of my friends, and they fall at the soup from the laksa f- comes out. One of my mm. friends took us to the shops of, on the weekend, <clears throat> and he has a brand new Mazda three. And in the back, there's like little hooks that flick down. So then he got the two shopping bags, hooked them over the hooks, done. Nothing moved around. Oh, right, so they stay in there. So it's like a hook, yeah. So it's, you know the classic sh- plastic shopping. But bag. when you're going around the corner, when they go swing out and they go, mm, yeah, maybe. Knock yeah, someone we'll out so a can of beans. That's why you need to, to, things to like suck in both sides because they just stay. But the thing is, also if you've got if it's like a, a compartment with a with a lid that you shut, mm. 
that action of shutting it could be the connected and well it could be a manual pump thing so you know you're closing oh, it right, pumps yeah. the air <laughs> to inflate yeah. so you have to things. consider <laughs> no no like, you do it once like rewalk pumps you do it once maybe to be an electric assisted I don't know just brainstorming why don't you just cars fill, you in just get Australia that have whirly birds and fill it full of those packing peanuts and then just jam your own thing in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then it goes everywhere. You just got a mess. <laughs> so you got packing peanuts in your car. Who cares? They're edible. Yeah. But then you snack. pull it. Well, as soon as you pull them. it out, it's going to be jams. The next time you put it in, you're like, oh, there's no. You just have like a few massive bags of those peanuts that you just throw around. <laughs> <laughs> the biodegradable ones. Yeah. Throw out the window. You can eat them and feed yeah. them to birds and stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's a pretty good idea. Well, why don't car manufacturers just half fill their cars with <laughs> packing peanuts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the things that I always remember from Demolition Man, I think it's Demolition Man. Is it the shells? When they cra- how do you use them? <laughs> no, when they crash and like the whole car fills up instantly with foam. It's I a pretty that good was idea. A cool idea, but I don't think it would be possible. Yeah, I liked in uh, was it Final Fantasy Spirits Within? Spirits Within, like they can do really intense parachute jumps because they just fire this gel at the ground and you land the gel and go boom 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 and it absorbs the impact. That was kind of cool. Um, I think in Fangin News I had two cars that I hate. Um, Which were? Cars I Hate by Campbell. Do White. you guys have any cars that you hate? Like you uh, see them on the road and you quite car. you feel oh. quite hateful towards them. Well, the the Holden. What was it? Holden Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> I don't really hate any cars. No, there's no. not a single car I hate. <laughs> wow, it's probably motorbikes I hate. Cars are just pretty much the same. Harry, like any a stupid cars you ute, hate? but even a stupid Ute, like a V8 Ute, I'd be like, like "That's pretty cool." Oh. They're all pretty, unless they're like something cool about them. They're all pretty shit. Mm. No, I'm the like, they're just Harry. so unoriginal and so sort of. You could draw like you drive like a white like, Ford Focus, Harry. Just gives oh. me a standard <laughs> car. It's so that. easy to make something cool, I and saw yet, s- none of them do. Volkswagen so Alps pretty more. cool. <laughs> you should get one of those. I saw someone driving one of those Mazda 121 Metros. Do you remember, like, the Mazda 121 had that bubble car version that was, like, the quintessential 90s car? Yeah. And then someone they replaced it with the Metro, which is, like, the Metro, and it's, like, the biggest Boxy. square car, and it's just, ugh. I quite like offensive. that. That's the one that Fred's mum's got. Is it? Oh, Mazda I, I, hate, I do not like that car. It's about yeah. the funny one. It's, it's terrible. The one Fred's got. I don't like cars with really small engines. The new Swift, Swift. which looks kind of cool. My sister's got one. It's horrible to drive. Is it really? Yeah. I thought that That's won a bunch of awards because it was good. I just It just feels loose. Everything just feels loose about it. Oh, and you don't feel you have control of the vehicle. You're used to the Echo, which is just like tight. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Fang around in Osmond Park and that. Um, yeah, someone in my unit set of units has a 121, and I always... The bubble some, one? Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Mm. It's a really cute car. It's not well maintained, so it looks kind of crap, but it's a cute proportion. My two cars that I hate, and I, I, whenever I see them on the road, my skin sort of crawls. One of them is the Nissan Tida. Yeah. What's that? It's a hatchback. It's small, but it's just awfully proportioned. It's just so ugly. Okay. It's so boring and <laughs> Just the picture you have is everything about it is just like wrong, just that little bit wrong. That's like the most generic, boringest (laughs) car ever. 
Oh. Yeah, but it's out of yeah. It's and all the thing, weird. okay, and the thing I hate about it, it looks like an echo with the two doors, the two door echoes. Have you seen them? I They're don't like how the, two, how the bigger echoes look. Yeah, the, the one with the boot. No. Yeah. Oh, any hatchback that's given a boot looks weird. But that's what this looks like. Oh, hatchbacks with the boot is not, terrible. Yeah, this is originally like this. It's not even, um, and they're not even useful. They're no, just dumb. It takes the use out of having hatchback. Yeah, take like, hatchback is like the most. I don't understand any car that has a boot. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you just the wagon? Like, like any sort of sedan. Why wouldn't you just make it a wagon? Get yeah. a station like, wagon. It's pretty good. A sedan's just a waste of space. Yeah, wagons are the best. Wagons and hatchbacks. That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the Nissan Tita, and the thing is, that's a car that's being made now, and it's not like a cheap, cheap car. That's the other thing. You know, like if something's like. 15 grand or whatever I don't care but this thing's not and it upsets me it's so ugly and the other car I hate controversial choice well my second choice is the Honda Civic let's see I think that's just the ugliest, uh, droopiest most famously the car. most reliable vehicle in the world I don't care what? it is Has, so badly styled it's not a cheap How is that car. famously the most reliable? Well, I don't know about the current models, but if you bought a 1980 Honda Civic, it's still running today without... You've never had they to have fine. service. I like those. The new one? Oh, I don't know about the new ones. That's what there. I'm talking about. And I see them everywhere. There's so many of them. The 1978, um, and kind of droopy. I'm not talking about... What I'm talking about are the current <laughs> models of these cars. And because because they're new, someone's the made that conscious choice to mm. buy that thing. I can un- in the used car market. I love the Civic game. in the 80s. It was classic. Anyway, it's the new Civic I hate. Hate. So there you go. Things that make me hate. Did I see a picture of the new Honda Civic, James? So question of the week. Are we up mm. to that now? I think we are. I think we better rock onto question of the week. Yeah, well, I gotta go. Oh, I'm, we gotta um. I gotta go talk about what I've been consuming. Jeez, are we still doing consumption? What well, haven't we fine, moved? Cam, well, no, we've been no, all over the place. No, <laughs> I gotta go at eleven sharp. So, the new Honda Civic. No, I like it. I no, I'm gonna buy like a Honda something if in America it's super generic. It's like a Honda Honda sedan, <laughs> <laughs> an automatic Honda sedan. Why would you do that? What to spite me? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna phone you up, Cam. Like, hey, Cam. And, and I'll be like, I've like been enjoying your sandwich podcast. <laughs> this is um, like a commercial van in I see around Osborne Park that's like one of those all white kind of vans at the back, but it's got like super ultra low profile tyres where like the spokes are really narrow. You can see right through them and it just looks really weird. Like, it looks like the whole vehicle's going to collapse under it. If you had a job that had like one of those vans, would you try and soup it up? Yes. What, like if you worked for Bang Bros or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking about, Cam? <laughs> I don't know. James was doing some research here. Yeah, he was talking about something. I don't know. What's, oh, I don't know. Never really heard of that, so... Me neither. Um, <laughs> Just sometimes words come out and... It's like I'm a... Some sort of vessel for... Just ideas that are floating through the ether. I'm just a conduit. I was going to say... Um, I, I this is I this is kind of a question of the week, but it's just of a topic. But like you know how people are really freaking out about privacy now, like Facebook knowing too much about you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like we're heading to this reality. Like, what if we have 
nanobots that are IMAX cameras, you know. And you could fly an IMAX camera up a girl's vagina without her even knowing. (laughs) (laughs) And she wouldn't even know. (laughs) What are you going to see in there that you want to look at? In HD. What do you want to see? In 3D HD. I'm flying off a vagina on the big... Giant screen in like perfect <laughs> resolution. Right up inside. <laughs> Is this your plan for like the best point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but just, <laughs> not, way, like, just think about the vagina. privacy consequences. Like once <laughs> <laughs> any no orifices safe. Yeah, once we have IMAX cameras that are nanobot sized, there's going to be no privacy. You just have stuff floating around you. I would rather a shot from like the inside of my butt <laughs> than one from the outside of my butt. <laughs> Because I wouldn't be concerned about internal shots. You, so you're not you're not worried about people filming inside you. The, the, but no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the new web. This is the new cam show we're going to set up. Fred's not even bothered. It could be anyone. Got it. No one can tell. Oh, we'd call it sexy Fred. <laughs> we just do internal from shots from inside me, like one of those pills you swallow. That's going to be your webcam series. Yeah. Would you watch that? But how if does a it get? How does it get get those pills? Would you watch the footage? Why? No. Why would I? No. But how does it I get? Want, into I love you? embarrassing bodies, though. Yeah, but that's all from the outside. No, sometimes they show yeah, but you. How do they know what's going on? It's just but how does it get inside. inside? It has to fly from the outside. So you're going to see everything on the outside as well. Uh, how? Yeah. What? Well, no, because you're going through the clothes and things. You wouldn't see what's on the outside. Why? You if you're flying there, towards a person, if the person's over there... Yeah, you'll see the person. For like one second. If you're at, the, and then it'll go at a concert, the fabric. you're at a concert and you see a hot girl and you just fire this nanobot at her and you just record the footage of approaching and going up everywhere. Yeah, but you're not going to see anything intimate because, well, apart from the most intimate. But but the thing is, okay, we're not talking about x-rays here. We're talking about just a camera. Right? Mm. So the camera's approaching, approaching, getting closer, closer, closer. And then in order to get inside an orifice, it has to go through the fabric. So you're mm. not going to see much except fabric. And then, you know, you're just going to be so close to the skin. Up. You're not going like to see So anything. you're just never going to take your clothes off just in case what <laughs> IMAX camera comes. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm just talking about... Like what? What's privacy is going to become non-existent when you? Everyone's going to. James is navigating cameras. <laughs> First thing he does is women's jams are right up. No, but everyone's going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got an iPhone. Everyone's going to have a nanobot camera and just a fleet of them, you know, um, networking together and. <laughs> what to create a three D model of render? I'm just saying, like people are freaking out now. It's only going to get worse. They were like, you're in charge, definitely. <laughs> or, you do, or you think it's not going to happen? Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. I don't think it's. I don't think people are going to be flying nanobots up for China. This is going to come back. At least 10 years. Your I'm great, putting it out there. Your kids are going to be so embarrassed when they hear, oh, listen to Dad, he's such an old fogey. He didn't think we'd be flying nanobots into each other's butts. <laughs> what a dead man. <laughs> Okay, I'll put it out there. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry? Now, to put a nanny bot anywhere in any situation, it just changes the entire world. You know? <laughs> but you're talking That's about- because we don't have nanny And cinematography, <laughs> pornographic cinematography, is going to be one place it's going to happen. Mm. We've already got cameras we can nanobots. put inside yeah. people's bodies. Pump? We don't need, you don't need to wait for you know 50 years or whatever. Yeah, you can do that right now. 
you've got a, a small enough cameras to put in people's orifices. You've got people that are willing to put, <laughs> have cameras put in their orifices. <laughs> We're not moving anywhere new with this, except for the involuntary nature of what you're <laughs> describing. Well, that's the point. The people... I, I was talking about the privacy implications. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're trying to frame it like it's... <laughs> A privacy debate. Um, I don't know. Fred's not worried about things in his butt. It probably so. doesn't. It doesn't affect us like the common people, but like all the celebrities are just going to be like, oh, okay. It's, everyone's going to have sex tape because it's going to be a million nanobots in their room. Like it's just going to be this dust in the room of Alex <laughs> <laughs> cameras filming celebrities Wouldn't at every you eventually step. You just get over it. Nothing, you just accept exactly. nothing's private. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like so that's how society is going to Brooding, that's change, fine. Yeah. 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 Couldn't you have yeah, uh, the way it goes. What about EMPs? Yeah. What if you had an EMP in your vagina? <laughs> Would that solve it? Wow. I don't think there'd be any effect. So do you think there's just going to be this massive warfare happening around you? Of you sell like electric panties, which have like some... Yeah, lead clothes. You're going to have a whole defense system that's going to yeah. shoot micro lasers to fight other nanobots like that are in space. Palestine. Yeah, just on a microscopic scale. Probably. Wow. How yeah, crazy Little shoulder-mounted rocket launchers. How many years are we away from that, Fred? Two? hundred? hundred. hundred? No they, way. Someone made a laser that can shoot down a mosquito. Hmm. Someone could also just make a fleet of nanobots to just eat human flesh, except for this particular DNA of him, and then everyone else gets eaten. Yes. Isn't that one of your favourite Michael Crichton books? What, Jurassic Park? No, he used nanobots, but he had them, like... Yeah, doing other stuff, I don't know. Did his future involve any orifice cameras? He couldn't have predicted that. Well, he probably... Hey, check it out. We've got a visitor from a praying mantis on the computer, the white one, on the cord. Oh, awesome. Cool. Hey, look, he's waving. Hey, Come join the fanging around crew. Are they bipedal? No. No, he's got four legs. Oh, he's a legend. He's not impressed. Can I borrow your camera from this angle? My, uh... I found one on the car recently when we were parked at the shops... And uh, I brought it into the car. Nazario was already in his seat, and I brought it into the car to show him, and it jumped on him and started crawling all over his face and head. He Did loved he freak it. Out? No, he was giggling so much because it was tickling him. He doesn't get freaked out by the bugs. It was about this size, actually, not too big. That's totally awesome. They're such a cool animal. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. It's recording. Um, so is that your question of the week? <laughs> Oh, this is a concept I was throwing out there, scary concept for the future. Um, I was wondering, are, are there any... Uh, are, we go, are we going to go on to questions of the week? I'll save some other I things for later. So. How do I do a camera a photo, James? You just switch it from camera to photo mode, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, Osborne Park update. Yeah, what is it? Oh, your ladies. I'll follow up about John McAfee. He, he, guess where he turned up? Nicaragua. Uh, no, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He called in. Where else would you expect him, quite frankly? Who? 
He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Who are we talking about? McAfee. The McAfee. Like, you know, murdering last Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just. The praying mantises eat mango. Uh, I think they're insectivores. I think. Um. So awesome looking. Top ten animals. Receptionist update. Okay, so I went back to this other place. Yeah. Third, oh wow. You know how I said there was this ah, one yeah. place? I went there in the morning, afternoon, and they had two sailing hot um, receptionists. Right. Yeah. Went back the third time. Third hot reception. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think you're onto something. <laughs> just hiring hot receptions left around. So, so is this like ground zero? Are you uh, allowed to do that? Is that discrimination? And, and I did the whole um, trick you guys were. Talking oh, which about. one? For the third one. What was the trick? Because we came up with a bunch well, of Well, it wasn't a trick because <laughs> I had to do it anyway. The but, fake signature. Yeah. Well, and and turns out that she went, the third one went to Perth Mod. So we have all these mutual friends. And she has like... Um, Who is it then? She has like gypsy eyes. Was he she and I, yeah? She has gypsy eyes. No, she's younger eyes. than us. Um, do you guys into gypsy eyes? I don't know what you that mean. That sounds kind of racist. Mm. What does it mean? Well, they're just different eyes. Like the most famous, <laughs> like each one's different. That was sort of the most famous example you might know is Claire Filani. Claire Filani, you know her? I don't know who that is. Uh, she was like she's in that Meet, Meet Joe Black, Black and I think and maybe she was some pretty ridiculous Kevin Smith films, maybe. Yeah. Um, what do you mean by gypsy eyes? Like the shape of them? Yeah, different sort of colour and different sort of pupils, and they just look a bit exotic. Um. But you, but you, uh, you, uh, the next part of the thing is like. How's her hair, though? Uh, it was nice. Oh. That, it was, it, it, that didn't nah, sound... You nah. see this... Well, because her eyes are just so amazing. That oh, that's all you really God, what a about. charmer you are, James. And, um... But the, the, I, the question about this is, like... What's Girls can get contacts now and change their eyes. So, they could have been fake. Fake gypsy eyes. Was they cat is this eyes a, one week? <laughs> then you know it's fake. Because then a girl in our year have cat eyes? Like, the whole year? No, I'm just a... No, not the whole year. No, yeah, one of them did. I remember near, near like nine workshops. Get the crap out of it. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that when you just arrived from Tasmania? <laughs> no, it wasn't that much of a joke. But you can't, you can't trust women's eyes now because it could be. Oh, I know. I've noticed. Yeah. I've started trying they, to notice. Sometimes they dye their hair. I've tried, sometimes yeah. they wear makeup. Sometimes yeah, they wear push-up bras. Big on trying to pick fake eyelashes out. Oh, right. But then apparently you can get like really subtle ones. Eyelashes bonded to your eyes. One of those friends did it. So well, heaps of girls have the so extensions in their hair. That's what screws me up because you know. Oh, this is like the inverse <laughs> of the weight thing you have yeah. got on. You yeah. think some girls got massive you, hair? You start you, yeah. running your hands through it, and it all falls out. It's all out. horse hair or something. Oh, yeah. what's that? This is a bit like bestiality. Yeah, um, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, so, question of the weeks, uh, Campbell. Last generation invasive species concept. Yep, so this is my concept. I think I've pitched it here on the show before, and I want to take take people's thoughts. So Australia, obviously quite an isolated country for uh, an extended period of time. Um, we've brought with it lots of invasive animal species that are problematic, such as cane toads, rabbits, foxes, cats, dogs. What if we were to propose, what if the government were to propose a last-generation policy for invasive species that were kept as pets. So, things like dogs and cats. What do you mean a last-generation policy? So, the la- the, this was, like, if within 2013, the beginning of 2013 to the end of 2013, um, an animal, like a cat, is pregnant, they can see that through to term, and then after that, no more breeding going So, you're going to ban cats on. and dogs? Yeah. And rabbits... No. Nah. From... Who would never do that? 
and that's it. So there's no there's no putting these animals down. It's just um, everyone is. Yep, all the breeding places you shut have down. Have to abort a shitload of animals. No, I'm saying there's no abortion. They're going to no. root. Nature has a way. So there's some squad that like finds puppies and murders them. <laughs> no, desexes them, Fred. Desexes them all. Oh, there'll be some renegade bunch. Yeah, well, you could. Keep, It'll never work. You could keep them. Yeah, and they go to jail just like there's druggies on the street They're yep. dealing drugs. And then, so what they do is they do offer the government would offer a buyback scheme for any businesses, mm. or a reimbursement scheme where they start up breeding programs for things like chudiches, things like bilbies. But you can't have them as pets. Why not? Because they're wild animals. They don't have the temperament. They just How run away. How long do you think it would take to? Breed in domestication, they did that, and it took thirty years for foxes in Russia. Yep. I think it was, and they became like so dogs. Let's start now, Why so in away? thirty years we but could have domestic. But then it's not really buildings. a native animal; it's some weird domesticated native animal. Yeah, yeah but as long as they don't breed. eat the other. Uh, native I say animals. you you should do a fade in, fade out. You should start breeding quidditches or whatever they were called and numbats now, and then make them attractive pets, and then people would buy them, and then just people will forget about cats and dogs. Like, you're har- being too harsh. People will never go for it. You know, like... I think you've got to do this clean break. It's, so it's, be like, like, it's like people that go in rehab. They don't go, oh, look, yeah, look, you're shooting up every day, but how about we just, instead of, like, twice a day, you just do it. So there'll be some kind of it's I not that. legend, it's like, but for dog situation where there's one 15-year-old dog still alive wandering around, like, this empty dog park. Yeah. Wondering where they all went. As far as I'm aware... Dogs are not major problems for anything, are they? They don't go around killing native animals. They don't yeah. like. Look, I threw dogs in there because I know. In the wild. Look, I threw dogs in there just <laughs> to appease people because I'm sitting here with two cat lovers. <laughs> so, yeah. So really, I'm just but saying, let's get rid of. Cats. In the same way, native, I mean, pet cats don't really do a whole lot of damage. It's the feral cats that are the. There's so many. Problem. There is so many more rats. So around killing our everyone's pets is cats. not going to stop any feral cats. Yeah. Well, you need to catch all the ferals. There's an estimated... Here's Tim Flannery's estimation. Cats, domestic and feral, account for 70 million native species and native animal deaths a day. 70 million Yeah, but what proportion deaths. of that is pets and what proportion of that is ferals? Oh, he doesn't know. Well, say I'm, saying, I'm saying it all needs ferals. to go. I, I'm saying they all need to go. And how we manage that is... I don't know. I think they should do the opposite. I think they should introduce pumas into wild Australia. Yeah, you heard me. Introduce what? Pumas? Pumas and cats oh. and stuff. Have you seen any of the giant cats that they find? The giant ferals? They've ruled. The, some council ruled that they don't exist. Oh. They closed down the investigation. Um, I don't think your plan's going to work. People just won't buy it. People love cats. They could love a chudich. No. It's a native cat. They're even better looking. You'd have to but do some crazy But then wouldn't they eat things? Can they eat rats? Yeah. They'd be they're, like a ferret, wouldn't it? They're like a native cat. Hmm. But with a pouch, you could put your remote control in it. Yeah. Do they like... You oh, could you put could a put nanobot just, camera in there. Put a Fitbit in, in it and we can track it. Yeah. Fitbit. Um, <laughs> in a, this is my qu- question. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're, hopefully we're going to have... Autonomous cars soon. Yep. With little cameras in your butt. And, and obviously that they're going to make decisions in in microscopic situations. Um, microscopic situations? Well, I don't know. What, what do you call it? 
I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you mean the butt? Fraction of a second. Oh. Stitches, nanoseconds. Nanoseconds. Yeah, milliseconds. With the nanobots um, in your nanobots. W- would you want uh, the computer to make a decision where it decides to sacrifice your life in order to increase the chances of a busload of school children from being killed? So that it sees an accident happening and it says, statistically, I'll save more people by sacrificing my own passenger than the bus ahead that's likely to have more passengers on it. Well, it could possibly will know. Is it that player. smart? Well, I, I, well eventually well, they'd will have be. to all work as a network, really, wouldn't they? No, well, all the, the bus, yeah, but they'd have to communicate because the bus would have the same technology. Oh, okay. Hmm. So if it's some sort of and hive mind like, type situation, yeah, where you decide and, and it's itself, the bus is registered fifty passengers. Itself, so, yeah. The other cars registered one. A machine. It's like you know, like in in, in the air force to iRobot. You know, in the air force, you know, in Top Gun, right? They didn't try and save Goose first because he was statistically less likely to survive than Maverick. But then Maverick, like, like, ruined his career. Goose, Goose, no. I guess you'd have to program that in. Yeah, otherwise you'd be kind of a douche. But wouldn't you prefer to buy the car that saved you? So you want oh, to could you mod it? Download some patch for yeah. your car to like prioritize you yeah. and the children. So essentially, would you do it? Would you have no. the cars all working collectively or individualistically? Because what if the computer decides that the selfishly, like to yeah. save the person it works for rather than the greater good of humanity? Because the whole point of the robot uprising was that the robots decide that the best way to what save if humans <laughs> was to get rid of them all so this yeah. computer in charge of the road network might just decide chooses that to kill the most people just kill everyone or don't what drive if it, anymore what yeah, if it, or have you guys the most lives no cars are allowed yeah. to move what if have you guys heard of clout clout like oh. punching people or no, is that the web a, thing it's a where service yeah that yeah. it judges like how influential you are by based on what you do on twitter and how people the world reacts around you from what you do on twitter yeah, but it sounds like all that. Oh, there's like a million. So, like, Lady Gaga's the most powerful person in the world because she can tell people to go do this and yeah, it changes yeah. the world because she has that many followers. Yeah. So, what if the machines could calculate the clout score and say, hey, let's save Lady Gaga because she generates the entire <laughs> industry. <laughs> she she generates Daddy. the entire industry of people producing her concerts and records no, and you merchandise. You can't do that. You can't do that. One life's got to be equal to another life. All right. What if it's the most no hated waiting. person on the internet? What if it was Albert Einstein who crashed and then... The no, because the computer can't. And it's a school... It's a, a, a prison bus full of criminals. It's so like because I got a doctor and I should get prioritised over you for like having a head-on collision. Yeah. Right, I'm down for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, well, I'm... T- yeah, but would you be worth more than one person? No, like, I'm saying ever. you have to... Have one life is one life. You can't... You All right, can't, so down... But when it came down to one-on-one, it's like... When Fred just, might be more it just useful. calculates the probability of each of us, you know. So if it swerves your car, there's like a 60% chance you'll live. If it swerves me, there's mm. only a 2% chance I'll live. So it'll What if it's you. 50-50? Do they just crash into each well, other? Well, then the computer just breaks down. Yeah. Just chooses one. Logical fallacy. Yeah. Well, we have to program that in. What What's going to happen when 50% happens? Um, reprogram 0.1 seconds later. And then eventually someone will win. It's not exactly this perfectly symmetric collision of two cars. Like, oh, it might happen. Friend might happen. Oh, well, then the computer crashes and two people die. <laughs> oh, then the we have some computer looking apart. at that computer that's like, well, if this computer doesn't crash. So you guys would all, you wouldn't hack your car to save you. Isn't no. that the equivalent of speeding or something now? Yeah, but yeah, lots of people so. do do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the odds of this happening are very, very slim. You know. Yeah. But they're there. Situation. What mm. if you, you know, took your car out for a bit of a fang and there you are in that situation, you'd think, oh, shit. Should have patched it. Should have patched it. I think you guys ever see iRobot with Will Smith. I think that's sort yeah, of the whole genesis of that was... Right at the beginning. He yeah. saves the kid. The The robot saves... Him, him over the, the child because he was just. But he's got a like sweet a robot arm out yeah. of the deal. Yeah. I don't know why he's always whinging about it. <laughs> I don't remember that. And he's like, damn. The only thing I remember that is the All Stars. So that was like some of the best product placement ever in a movie. And that because it was TDK so explicit. CD player. And I was just like, ah. Yeah, wasn't he? The movie came out in like 2003 or something. And he was like, oh yeah, my 2003 leather Nike. Leather Converse All Stars just arrived. Yeah, and he pulled them out of his box, and then he put them on, and then the movie just like went about his business. It was so explicit. Well, I think just before that, he put on, he started up his TDK CD player and put the put the. Apparently, CD people were complaining because yeah. there's Heinekens all throughout Skyfall. Skyfall. Did you know that Apple never pays for, um, well, never receives payment for product placement because um. On 30 Rock, it says promotional furnishings. Yeah, because what happens is if you're an art designer, um, you you can go, you can ring Apple and say, can we use your computers and props? And Apple actually has an employee dedicated to just saying, well, obviously they decide if the show's worth their time to have their product in it. And then they send you out computers to use as props. And so they get them free, but they... Apple doesn't receive any money or no Apple doesn't pay any money to put never pays money to put products in their movies um, but they did get them free that's why it says thank you to Apple oh, okay alright we're well, gonna have to wrap up any other questions of the well, week well you, you or Harry have a question of the week no Harry um no <laughs> Alrighty then. Thanks for joining us on Fangin' Around. Um, you can find us at fangaround.com. We've got a listener mail segment there. You can write an email like Brizzy did today. Yeah, thanks, Brizzy. Thanks, Brizzy. Um, Keep those pictures coming. Yeah, we'll, we'll film Fred smoking a <laughs> certificate. No, on, I'm not doing um, that. Well, we'll Friday, and we'll post it on the Fangin' Around YouTube page. We'll have his gape cam show going soon. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's anonymous, you can... Footage, whatever footage from inside me anyway. <laughs> so we put it on the Fang Around YouTube photo, which would be one of four, and one of them's talked about wanting to do it on the We'll just have the audio. No, I don't think I want to do it. I'm just saying that internal shots don't terrify me. Yeah, but how, it has to be external before it can be internal. You cut that out. you got to censor that. <laughs> oh, oh, so now you want something censored? Yeah. It's not going to have it. You won't have the choice in this future I'm world. I'm saying if you had to censor shots from the, the outside of you or the inside of you, which one would you censor? <laughs> Probably the outside. Yeah, that's my point exactly. Mm. Okay, but Fred's saying we can act on this. So. No, I'm not saying you can act. I explicitly not. Saying. We'll go and talk to our medical friends and get a special camera for Friday night. Be like, Fred, you have a choice. You're gonna get me smoke the certificate <laughs> or get a camera on the phone. You guys are not invited. <laughs> okay, okay, thanks for writing. joining us, Harry, in Scotland. I hope you have a good week riding. Best of luck, Harry. Thanks, guys. We miss you. See you, Harry. Yeah. We um, miss you. Yeah. 
find us everything at fangaround.com. Tell your friends, leave us a review on the iTunes store. Even Please if you don't use iTunes, it'll be awesome. We love listener mail. Yes. Um, thanks for all the people what? we have. We've had a heap of people putting reviews up. Thanks heaps. It's helped us yeah. out. Um, and anyone else who wants to do the same, we'd love it too. Um, we'll catch you uh, next week, hopefully. Catch you around. Bye. Right, see ya.